You are listening to a Radio Free Podcasting production. For more great podcasts like this, head on over to RadioFreePodcasting.com. Welcome to Hollywood and Vine, news, reviews, and occasional interviews about all the movies we're seeing, and a few that aren't. I'm your host, Tim Beasley. And I'm Patrick! Patrick's stretching a lot right now. Finally got to see a Marvel movie in the theater. After so long. After so long. We're going to be talking about Black Widow. (laughs) She just said Shang-Chi and just fucked everything up. Like, wait, what? We got to see it early, bitches. We're not reviewing it. We are previewing it. We are yeah, predicting yeah. our review. Dude, that one fight scene? How sick was that? Sick fight scene. What about that other one? Dope oh, fight damn. scene. Oh, damn. Remember the part where he was like, what's up, pop, 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 and he hit those three guys? I didn't really like that as much, but mm, they, didn't, they didn't really stick to the source material there. In the comic, <laughs> in issue 73, he actually hit four guys. And then I'm actually guys, in the, the episode uh, oh. 73. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> he actually headbutts one guy, kicks another. Did you notice I pulled my glasses down so that I could push them up? <laughs> All right, let's do it. Black Widow. What a, a fucking great movie. I thought you were about to say, what a steaming pile of shit. And I was going to reach over and click all. the stop button and then the <laughs> yeah. disconnect button. Bye-bye. And leaving <laughs> Zoom. <laughs> no, I was. I, I have not seen it in the theater yet. Okay. I think I will. I, think I have sure. watched it twice already. <laughs> so I have watched it a few times. And it is it is nice to have it in my home. Like I can yeah. turn on any time. But I, I don't know. I don't know if I need to see this one in the theater. There's a couple scenes that'd be probably cool to see up on the big screen. Though. To be honest, the the number one reason I wanted to see it in the theater, and you can probably guess, get your the number ticket. one, huh? Get your stub. Okay. Damn it! It's well, tied okay. in. That is tied in. Is because I've seen every single MCU movie sure. in the theater, and. At that point, since I mean, I was like you. We we were. It was like a, what do they call it? It's like a game time decision. Like we're right down to the wire. We could call this off and just watch it from home, you know, and cancel yeah. this. T- well, my ticket was free, so even if I went in to cancel it, because I had a bunch of credit saved up, so even if I went in to cancel it, and they're like, "Now you can't cancel," I'd be like, "Oh, well, I didn't lose any money." Oh well, yeah. So, but you know, we went in, and the theater was empty because we went to such an early showing and it, like people trickled in right before it started but it still wasn't crowded and the theater we went to still was doing a thing where at least from what i could tell they weren't selling the seats next to us so mm-hmm. we were good but yeah i just had this thing of like i've seen every single one in the theater and i would hate to well i was kind of thinking like i'd hate to watch this only watch it at home and then later look back and go, well, it wasn't that great. And then wonder, well, was it because I watched it at home and I didn't get the theater experience for it, you know? But then did I, you watch uh, it in like standard dev, like uh, standard format? Did you do Prime or 3D or anything like that? Uh, I can't do 3D because of my eyes. I can't ah, yeah. see in 3D. So, and um, I don't even know. I if mean, technically, sh- you're seeing in 3D right now, but 
everything's in 2d for me <laughs> haven't you seen me reach for a glass of water and miss come on dude that's <laughs> fucking that's gold um yeah i mean I, I the thing is about when i go see a 3d movie and i think i've told you this like uh, it will still look 2d to me but i still have to wear the glasses well yeah that sucks. <laughs> sucks. <laughs> we sit there and wear the 3D glasses just to see it in 2D, you know? <laughs> okay. Um, that was a dick move on my part. I forgot, but. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not upset. I'm just like, that's All why right, I'm an asshole. I'm sorry. Jesus, stop yelling at well, me. Yeah, but for uh, so many other reasons. But, you know, no, <laughs> I like this movie so much that I'm, I'm not even going to be mean to you today. I mean, you are an asshole from time to time, but I, you know, Tim, I've accepted that it's not your fault. So... As soon as you do the same, oh my we're going to be okay. Anyways, I got that out of the way early. We're like <laughs> yeah. four minutes in and I've already said it. But anyways, back to the movie. Um, I, We were both really glad we went to the theater. Um, And I, I will watch it a bunch more times at home. But now I'm like, okay, I did see it. I could probably wait out the 45 days till I get to see it for free. <laughs> or whatever it is. I think it's 40. Is it 45 on Disney Plus? I think, it, I think I know it's 45. 40. Okay. I'm like, and, and here's the thing. If if it weren't for the stuff like what we've been talking about on the news shows, there's so much other good stuff coming out. Yeah, there's so much. I stuff might happening. get bored and want to watch it, except there's something really good coming out every weekend for, for months now. So I, I was thinking about that because when we walked out of the theater, I was like, oh, I could totally watch that again. Should I just get it on Disney or should I come back and use one of my credits? And And going back to the theater is more of just like a time thing. Now that I've done the theater thing, I was like, I'll get it on Disney because I can watch it in pieces when I have a little bit of spare time. And then I was like, but why should I pay for it when there's so much other good shit? Like, I want to watch Gunpowder yeah. Milkshake. You know, I want to watch uh, <laughs> Jolt. I, like, there's so many movies I want to watch. And I just need to be patient and then I can watch this again. But um, but we'll. I don't think I'll cave, but I really want to watch it. I mean, it's no different than in the old days, watching it and going, now I can't wait for this to come out on Blu-ray so I can buy it and watch it at home again. So I just got to, I just got to do that, you know? And the sad thing is, is when they put this out on Blu-ray, I will buy it because I have every Marvel movie. <laughs> well, it's, I really it's should, definitely worth would, it. This is really the place where you, I could totally walk away from like physical copies and go, I did phase, uh, you know, phases one through three and then stopped. But I think I'll enjoy like whatever bonus material they put on it. I think it's going to be, yeah. I'm getting to the point that like, I think the only movies I'm going to buy anymore that, that, that would be on Disney plus would be Marvel movies. I can see that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't need sense. to buy a Disney movie. I don't need to buy a Pixar movie because I can watch those for free. Why pay twice? But I'm really proud of my Marvel collection. I really like it. And I want to keep building it and, and all the stuff that comes with it. So uh, I'll be a sucker. So, so that's, that, that's what made me think like, okay, if you're going to buy it when it comes out, don't pay for it on Disney+. Plus. Now you're paying like 40 bucks for this movie. You got to stop somewhere. Well, <laughs> you actually just brought up a great idea. I didn't check. Let me check while we're talking because you don't have it on Disney+. Plus. Right. And I do. I don't think there's any kind of bonus content or anything that Disney Plus puts out. I don't think, I think so. that would all be on the Blu-ray. So right. there is something to be said there about still buying physical media for certain things mm-hmm. that yeah. like a behind the scenes would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Nope. See, extras it- is a trailer. And maybe mm-hmm. maybe something will come out down the road. Maybe. for it, And it'll be like, hey, you still have access to this, but you only have access to it for 30 days. Oh, no, no, never mind. That's movie rental movies I'm thinking about. When you buy it on Premiere, you have access to it. You forever. have it until it, and then and then it comes out on Disney Plus. Maybe, or, maybe or at the forty five day mark, they'll throw on some some but, extras. But maybe but, 
it makes maybe sense they not won't to. because maybe they yeah maybe they give their their disney plus subscribers some incentive to keep buying physical copies who knows well it's it's disney and marvel right i mean disney Disney's notorious for that. For old movies that were in the vault, they'll bring it back every now and again. Hey, it's a 50th anniversary. It's a 25th anniversary, whatever. Hey, it's a special edition. I mean, it makes sense. If it's something that is beloved to people, they'll pay more for it. They'll pay more for multiple editions. They'll pay more for two extra minutes of a new content, right? So it would only make sense that they would say, hey, if you want to buy it, if you don't want to go to the theaters, but you want to buy it in your home, it's twenty nine ninety nine. If you want all the extra stuff, you got to buy the Blu ray. Right. Okay, that makes sense. And there will be people out there that will do that. I won't, but there will be people out there that will do that. <laughs> I I, I, haven't, only... I can't tell you the last time I bought a Blu ray. Yeah. Unless it was like, uh, I think the last Blu ray I bought was well, we were talking about this the other day. Like, I probably I might buy another one for a movie I can't see anytime soon. Right. That I really want to watch. But I think the last one I bought was like an anime. You know, like mm-hmm. a. Uh, anime movie that I've been wanting for years mm-hmm. that I finally found. So it's like I don't usually buy a lot of Blu-rays anymore. I had a, I have a fuck ton of Blu-rays from when they first came out. Yep. And then I got to that point where I'm like, holy shit, I forgot every time you buy a Blu-ray, you got to put it somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Like, And I did the same thing when I was buying. I used to buy digital movies. Like I was on a- Apple buying shit left and right. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, oh, you got to store them because I only have so much space here. It's not like you go, hey, Apple, I want to buy this. And they go, cool, we'll hold on to it. They go, okay, download it or, or get away from us. You know, and if you lose those files, like I've lost files before. I've had to use it. I had a hard drive that had full of movies that I may or may not have taken from LimeWire, but still. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, you know, yeah. Way when, back when in the you day. Buy it on, <laughs> when you buy it on iTunes, like if you buy it from Apple, you don't have to download it. And then you can just pull it down when you want it and then delete it off your device and you're good forever. But if you got it from LimeWire, <laughs> that's a different oh, yeah. story. When it's gone, it's gone. That's um, way back in the day. That is way back in the day. Uh, or Kazaa. Yeah. Do you remember Kazaa? I remember Kazaa. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, when you buy all these Blu-rays, you do have to store them. And, and right now, I have the perfect place to store them. My dad's house in California. But <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Sometime in the next couple else. months, I've got to move them all here. And that's what that's what's made me really cut back on what I purchased. Because there's, there's really, aside from, and I should say, I will continue to buy Marvel and Star Wars. But really, Star Wars movies. Like, if they put out... The Mandalorian on Blu-ray. I don't imagine I would be picking that up. I, I but the movies. But the movies I would. And those are going to be few and far between. But with Marvel, it's like I have the whole set and I like the set and I like the behind the scenes stuff, so I probably will. But um, everything else, there's really only two reasons why I would get it. And one is a movie comes out that I really wanted to see and missed and it's not available to stream anywhere. And I'm convinced maybe by the cast or what I've heard so far that I will feel like the money was worth it. Like I'm not taking a a big risk and I'm going to go home and go, well, that wasn't worth. Plus I usually will do that at target when the first day it comes out when it's on sale. So it's like 1499. I'm like, okay, that's, that's not that far off from a ticket price. But if I'm pretty sure I'll get at least like two, three viewings out of it and not go home and go, "That, that was terrible. The other is if I'm in like target and I'm in like the 499 section or they're having a big sale, and I see something I, I uh, something I really like, I'll check and see if it's available to stream. And if it's not, then I'm like, all right, I'll take this home. And especially if it comes with a digital copy. I'm like, all right, I'll take this oh. home, add it to my digital collection, and, you know, stick the Blu-ray on the shelf with all the other Blu-rays. <laughs> I mean, that, that $4.99 bin is exactly why I have two copies of Rounders and three copies of The Devil Wears Prada. 
because you so see it and you're like, like, I don't know for sure if I have this, I but for five bucks, it. let's just do it. Yeah. <laughs> I used to have two, two, blue, uh, two DVDs of rounders. And then I bought a Blu-ray and I was like, what the fuck? So I gave away one of my copies of rounders. So I sell rounders on DVD and round and rounders on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. And then I had at one point three blue, three DVD copies of the devil wears Prada, which yes, I'm saying I, I love that movie. Fuck everyone who is laughing right now. Because people have laughed in my face. I'm like, go fuck yourself. It was a great movie. But Dude, like what I, you like. I've taken, taken one back. People. I still have two. I don't know why I have two. I don't need two, but I still have two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you, you do you, boo-boo. Well, fuck. Absolutely. Speaking of doing you, I want to... No, that, I don't nope. know, that's gross. Speaking of doing your Look, thing... I know how much you love David Harbour, but that's no. save that for your Stranger Things no. podcast. Speaking of doing you and doing your thing, this movie does this thing. It is so good. Damn, dude. It, it took us... Okay. I was talking to some about it. I'm like, it took a long time. I mean, they were calling for a Black Widow movie in mm-hmm. phase two, mm-hmm. right? Like, it took a long time to get to this movie. Mm-hmm. It then took even longer time for once the movie was done for us to see it. <laughs> right, right. Thanks, right, COVID. Right. But man, what a payoff. I thought this mm-hmm. movie was fantastic. Like absolutely hit on every cylinder, couple weird things, but nothing that really distracted me or took me out of the out of the movie. I think every joke landed for me. Yep. I think it had a great tone of like, there's some expedience needed. There's some crazy shit happening, but we're not going to sacrifice the funny, the heart mm-hmm. of the Marvel Cinematic Universe for this movie. Like I love the fact that they made sure that it would it felt like it was home. It felt mm-hmm. like it was supposed to be there. And I was really nervous because when they when they announced a Black Widow movie, I'm like, it's going to be a spy movie? Like, who gives a shit? Like, I've seen James Bond before. Cool. Yeah. But the way in which they did it was just mm-hmm. fantastic. And it, well, plus, it plus just they, completely hit for me. They've done their spy movie with Winter Soldier, which she was a major part of. And so... Part of me was kind of when 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 this was first announced. I'm like, this is weird. We're we're giving a solo weird. movie to a character that we've already killed off to kick off Phase Four. What is it? What is it? Are they are they just trying to make up for a wrong? Like they they're realizing we should have done this movie a long time ago. Like what's going on here? And then it's not. It wasn't like then I went and saw it, understood. It's just as information came out and you understand what this movie is. Well, it's two things. It's yeah, she's finally getting a story, but it, it didn't say this is uh, the Natasha standalone. This is a Black Widow movie, and she wasn't the yeah. only Black Widow in it. I mean, this yeah. this totally kicks off Phase Four because this this was this was Yelena's movie. This was like introducing the new badass in in into Phase Four. Yeah, it did something that uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier did, like as a side effect. The main story of Falcon was was uh, Falcon becoming Captain America, but you as a, like a side story, you get John Walker becoming us agent, becoming a force to be reckoned with in, into phase four. To me, I look at this as that was the main story of this. This is, this is how we get her yep. into the MCU. And even though you could argue that Scarlet is the star, I think they, they were, I think they were co-stars. Of this they were movie, co-leads. As far yeah. as I'm concerned. They were co-leads. Absolutely. That was the word I was looking for. And it's uh, it was like we've said it before. It was it was uh, the it was the baton pass, and that's why it worked. Absolutely, because if 
they were just introducing Florence as a new character that nobody knew with a different a different name. It probably wouldn't have done as well. You bring in you bring in the power of a character that people already care about. You tie that to we've got this um, this awesome new character and we're calling it Black Widow cuz they're both Black Widow. It was just yeah. it was genius. It was a way I mean, I'm sure at some point they they probably said, "Yeah, we probably should have given her own movie." What could we do about that? We killed her off. Well, I have an idea. <laughs> Make it a Black Widow movie. She's not the only Black Widow. So, I mean, I just, they nailed it. I felt like they nailed it. All the things, like, I don't want to make it sound like when they announced it, I was like, ugh, ugh, I don't want that. I was just like, that's weird. I was. Why didn't they? I, I just felt like, <laughs> why why didn't they already do this? Why are you starting phase four with this? And I, but, but I kept telling myself, they, they have a plan. They always have a plan. Yes. You know what I mean? Well, that was the one thing. And I, that's what I was That's saying. why I, I wasn't I, like, I never felt like, well, this is going to be a misstep. I, I just felt like they have a plan. I just can't see it. I don't know what it is yet. This is really mm-hmm. weird. At first, before before we realized it was a handoff, I was like, this must be setting up the new villain. It must be like something from her past sets up the big bad for the next entire phase. And, I'm like, and then I was like, well, that's kind of weird. She doesn't defeat the villain at the end. I'm like, oh, well, maybe whoever she defeats is working for the, the real villain. I'm like, that's got to be it. Something that years later, maybe maybe she goes up against somebody and then they got blipped out. And then when they come back, now she's not here anymore. Something like that. I was like, this must be setting up something. And that's why, even though it seemed weird to suddenly, Hey, we're giving a standalone to the, the one of the, what two characters we've killed off. Yeah. And the only one that, of the two that didn't have one yet to kick off our next phase. I was like, there's something else going on here that I don't see. And I trust them there. I mean, it's one of the few franchises that I could say, man, nah, it'll be fine. I trust them. They haven't let me down yet. I trust them. Yep. And even yeah, for the they, movies they that got people really say close they don't to Dark World, but they, they well, came back. Well, I, I was just gonna say, like, even the movies that that people don't care for, like when we did our top twenty eight or whatever, the ones mm-hmm. that were towards the bottom, that was still in the early days of Marvel. They were still figuring yep. things out. I guess Dark World was what technically phase two, but each phase yeah. has gotten bigger and bigger. So the further back you go, I mean, phase one was what only six films. So what were those bottom ones like? Iron Man two. Thor 2 and Hulk. Yeah. So their first two attempts at a sequel and Hulk was made when they were still all under different studios. So I, I give them a pass on that stuff. They got it figured yeah. by phase three. They had their shit together. So I trust them. I'm to the point that like whatever they do, I I'm just, I don't want to say they, they can't miss cause everybody can miss, but I look at it like I am, I'm fairly confident <laughs> that they'll knock it out of the park just cause. And if, if it looks weird to me at the beginning, I'll still go see it. Like when people are like, I don't know about this next one. Like people talk about Eternals and they're like, I don't know. What do you mean? You don't know. Have you not been paying attention? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, at this point, Marvel, some super villain in the real world could have a gun to my head and hook me up to a polygraph and be like, if you don't like this movie, you die. <laughs> I I think I'm good. I think I'm I think I'll make it out, you know? Like I, I mentioned earlier, like th- there's only a couple things that threw me off. I was thrown off by the fact the movie opens with David Harbour and, and uh Rachel Weiss as double agents, right? Or as sleeper mm-hmm. agents. They've come here from Russia, they're working at a US facility, they're stealing secrets. Okay, cool. Love that. Actually love that. 
But then why in the end do they have Russian accents if they had, like, speaking English, they were able to pull it off with no accent. And then it was it was just funny to me that, like, 20 years later, they speak in broken English. But they were here for years, and they, that means they had to have been fluent in English with no but, Russian accent. But if you're not undercover, why would you put on a fake accent anymore? You know, he was only He's, in uh, he was only undercover for three years. Yeah, because he was Red Guardian order, before that. So at, for right. the rest of the movie, he's speaking how he normally speaks. So you figure but while it, they were undercover, they have to speak in their fake American accent, right? I I get that to a degree. Mm-hmm. I just found it funny that it's like when he's talking to Yelena, right? And he's like, mm-hmm. "My father go toilet on my hands." It's like, why wouldn't you? Why did you say it that way? Like, I love it. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely love it. But the idea, I'm like, oh, how would you? Like you, you obviously you spent three years undercover, which means you spent at least two years practicing right. English before you went. Right. You know, like you could be like, my father, he he relieved himself onto my hands in order to stave off the frostbite. But he's like, he went, my papa went pee pee on my hand. Like, it's just like, because why did you, you do you gotta, the broken Russian English? It just the, cracks he me. That's up. the right way to speak, and that we talk like idiots. Hey, that's fine. If they're a stupid American, you make you add too many adjectives. That would exactly. be fucking funny. To me. Exactly. It was exactly. just one of those weird things to me. Like it, it, it made me. It took me out for a split second and made me giggle while I'm watching it. Going, he why probably, would you just do listen, that? And then probably, I went back in. <laughs> he probably does think that here in America we add too many adjectives. It, he also believes that in Soviet Union, adjectives add you. Yes, I warned you. I warned you. There was going to be a lot of that tonight. That's fine. I <laughs> love that not, shit. And none of them are going to make sense. <laughs> they're not those. Those jokes are not supposed to. Those are the good ones. It's that was. I mean, look. When that's your criticism, or that's your issue with the movie, oh, yeah, seriously, the bar is set very high. Like yeah. I enjoyed every aspect well, of it, and I was amazed. I need to go back and find some Florence Pugh movies because. She, I was enamored with her from the moment she hit the screen. Yeah, she was like awesome. when she's when she's fighting in the the street. I was just captivated by her, and then they gave her some of the best lines, like the posing thing when she makes yes. fun of. So I, good. I was cracking up when they're driving in the tight. You like this vest? It's got so many pockets. It's so much room. I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing! Like. Their interaction, even, and that made me excited that she's taken over the mantle, you know? I didn't even pick up at the time that that was Nat's vest. I didn't either. Until she until she put it on later. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, right. It, once she put it on, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, exactly. I've seen that look before. I guess I got I confused didn't because even think in, about in it. Soviet Union, vest wears you. Vest wears you. <laughs> Soviet Union, you are in the pocket. <laughs> Nicely done. Nicely done. It's... Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think about that until she literally handed her the vest. I went. I was oh. laughing about the vest stuff, but I was like, "Where is this going?" And I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, I just yeah. thought it was a funny interaction. Like, honestly, it was one of those things where I'm like, "Is this like something they just ad lib while sitting in a car on a green screen?" Because yeah. this is fucking great. Like, it was just it made me giggle so hard. I didn't even think about it until she gives her the vest. I'm like, "Oh shit." Oh shit, we've seen it's, that vest. Yeah, it's one of those weird things where when they uh when they make prequels and they feel like they need to exp- 
splain away every little detail, it usually doesn't work. And yet, this time they explained where she got her vest from. Such a trivial thing. But because they made it funny, it turned out awesome, you know? Yep. It's one of the criticisms I sometimes have of Star Wars when they do the prequels. Like, we have to explain where everything came from. Like, no, you don't. Everything... Everything cannot tie back. There's that that makes the universe feel so incredibly small. Yeah. Hey Luke, you know your droid? Your dad built it. You know your other droid? That was your mom's. Like <laughs> And then they went on this they went on like 20 years of adventures and they they came back to you like I get what they're trying to do, but you when you explain every little tiny detail just because it does make the universe feel small. Now in this case, I guess because the thing that they tied back was incredibly trivial. We're gonna we're gonna do this runner about the vest and the pockets. I'm like, that has that that doesn't matter. That that's what yeah. worked for me, you know. If if the runner was the whole time was about how you should dye your hair blonde, I'd be like, yeah, we we know she's gonna eventually dye her hair blonde. It was just enough that she looked at it before she left her safe house, and then at the end she had the blonde hair. That was good enough, you know. That 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 tied everything up in like the timeline where it should take place. But the runner with the vest just cracked me up. I don't know what it was. I guess it was just the fact that it was almost like they knew that this was a trivial detail. Nobody was watching uh, Infinity War going, well, she didn't have a vest in the last movie. I wonder where she got the vest. Does she die with that vest on? Mm, I don't know. Did she wear it for five years straight? I can't remember. Probably. That was probably like her new uniform. The thing is, I, I didn't pay that close attention to her her costume in infinity war versus Endgame, but you guarantee you the next time I watch those two movies, I'll be watching for the vest because it's got so many pockets. She was wearing the vest in infinity war, but I don't think she was wearing it in Endgame. Maybe not. She might've had a new outfit by then. Ooh, that means that the vest could, could come back. Well, well, that could, was what I was. I'm, I was trying to think because I think she puts on her old. Clint Black gives it to outfit. her in in the uh, in the Hawkeye series. He's like, she would have wanted you to have this. It's got so many pockets. Well, That's what post credit scene? Well, no. Where I was going with that is is it, it it it's such a trivial thing unless like if she died in it, then it's not trivial at all. You know what I mean? Right. It's a right, gift right, right. from her little sister. Right. And I love the way that they, they handled family in this. The fact that she never felt like she ever had a family. And at the end, she's like, I realized I had two. Like, I loved that. And yep. the fact that, yep. you know, to Yelena, and again, I was enamored with her from the get-go. To her, she says it when they're sitting at the table. Like, the only part of my life that I thought was real was a lie. And no one told me it was a lie. And everyone else mm. is just, it means fucking nothing to you people. And she yeah. was just heartbroken. And then at the end of everything, I'm going to fucking cry right now. Hit that bell. Like, don't hit it yet. Okay, I did cry, so you can hit it. But then, like, at the end when Scarlet's like, it did mean something to me. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. I'm like, this is so good. This is where it builds that connection where, look, Yelena's great. But to me, that interaction, that relationship between them, that's the real baton pass. Like, right, right, right. The title right. means fuck all, right? She could come into the next movie and be like, I'm the white widow. And I'm like, cool. That that makes, that's fine. You know, or I'm, I'm whatever, you know, I'm X, Y, Z. Cool. But the idea of the fact that they, they had that connection, they rebuilt that relationship and they worked together. 
and then they kind of went on from there and it makes me sad that they didn't get more time together well and i think that that's what's so brilliant about this is they they could have made if they wanted to bring in a new character they could have brought in a million different characters and and done an origin story and spent the whole movie convincing us of why we should care about this character because they made it this story and did the baton and tied it to somebody that we've we've decided we already care about and have had to watch die you instantly care about her and and then you see how they do it and that scene where they're all fighting at the table and they're talking about none of it was real and she has that line i don't know exactly what it is but she's like it was real to me like you go she's just a little kid you know and you you start to realize during that yeah she she had no clue she was too young to actually know that they were undercover and everyone else knew and of course at that point you're like already care about her just met her already care about her yep fuck so good brilliant brilliantly done well and then just to add on to that like when she's you know when Drakov is about to escape and she runs and jumps on top of the the helicopter and she basically sacrifices herself to take down the villain of the movie yeah like yeah she doesn't taskmaster away Taskmaster is a tool. Taskmaster is not an actual villain in this movie. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Drakov is the villain. And you see him behind the scenes throughout the movie, literally killing widows and and manipulating events. Mm -hmm. When she basically, when she looks over at at Scarlet and still slams that pole in and explodes the thing and then goes flying off, it's only because Scarlet cares about her and loves her so much that she's willing to literally jump off a fucking falling plane, Uh essentially. Yep. hook her up and save her and then sacrifice herself. Now, somehow she was able to still survive. <laughs> that was some crazy shit. I thought they were way higher in the trailer when now that shit was going on. <laughs> yeah. Right. They were way too close to the ground to survive, I think. But okay. Again, we'll let it go. But the Florence Pugh part of that, like the Yelena part was that she ma- she was willing to make the ultimate sacrifice just like her sister did. And so to me that that built even more of that connection of like I'm I'm I absolutely want to see more of this character. Yep. I'm nervous with the post credits on what's happened yeah, since then <laughs> and where they're going with it, but I'm just happy that we're going to get her pretty fucking soon. We're going to yeah, get more of her. Seriously. I'm excited about that. I think they did a great job just my brain just fired again. I want to go back. I thought everything we read and all the discussions we had, I thought this movie was taking place during the blip. I was uh, just shocked and surprised as hell that it happens right after Civil War. I'm like, okay. Because really? I swear, I never on one thought. of our other shows, I I mistakenly said it takes place during the blip, and you corrected me and said, this is after Civil War. If I did, then I, I fucked my just, own brain up, because I've been thinking <laughs> this whole time going into it that I was like, how are they going to make this work? Like nobody. Here's the weird thing. I, I knew that it took place after Civil War, and then I kept forgetting. And I, I kept saying it for the longest time. Well, this is after, this is during the blip. This is during the blip. And then and then you corrected me once, and then I read it somewhere else once. I kept having to go, no, this is during Civil War. So by the time I got there, I was aware. Like, I had finally fixed my brain. It sounds like we went in opposite directions. You had it and lost it, and I lost it and got it back. <laughs> yeah. And really, when you look at everything, it makes total sense. Like, from all yeah, the marketing from the, the very time She was on the run. Yeah. Yeah, she was on the run. I mean, look at the hair. That's an yep. easy indicator right yep. there. I don't know yep. why I ever thought about it. But I, for some reason, just had it in my head, like going into it. I'm like, all right, let's see how this works. Like, who's around? 
Yep. Like, is that why it blipped out and, and this is the first year of the blip? Like, that's the, the mentality I went into it with. And then when immediately you realize, like after the young scene and everything, after the mm-hmm. escape, when you see her, you know, you hear the news story and stuff. And I'm like, Thunderbolt's coming after him. And the moment I hear Sokovia, of course, I'm like, this ain't a blip. Okay, what's going on? I, I Where like are we at? They didn't, <laughs> like, uh, they didn't beat you over the head with exactly when it took place. They yeah. they they trusted that you were either you were either I don't want to say smart enough, but you know, uh, on the ball, up on your Marvel, your MCU enough to figure it out. Or if you weren't, you probably didn't care. You're just there to watch a kick-ass movie. Sure, but they didn't have to say like opening scene must be the fight at the at the airport so that people know when this is. Yeah. They there were there were plenty of hints like if you're paying attention and if you've seen Civil War recently you could put it together but they didn't just put it like flash the the year up and say one week after the events of Civil War no you just they they just the little things like you're she's on the run Sokovia Accords was another thing like uh you what you assaulted the king of of Wakanda, Wakanda. like the, all the little hints in there of like where does this fit the news story just they mentioned the, Captain America and Black yep, Widow on the run yep. Yep. When you're watching Taskmaster watch yep. the fights, it's the airport yep. fight between. That's Bucky a great and... way to put it in, to put a scene in without having it start there. Because I kind of thought that's what the movie's going to open with because I was like, I wonder if the audience is smart enough to know where this goes. If they're going to have to really like, like do the thing where you see the, the end of that battle and then you see from her perspective of like walking away from that, mm. jumping on a motorcycle or something and driving off right from that battle just to know. I was like, no, they didn't need to. When I saw that it opened with her childhood, I was like, cool. I knew there were flashbacks to her childhood. I didn't know we were going to open there. I thought it might cut back, like maybe when she sees Yelena again, like we see, then we see how they knew each other. But I, I just fucking loved it. Did uh, did Thunderbolt Ross look weird to you at all? He was probably de-aged and... It, it, yeah. I thought it was a different actor for a minute, dude. I was like... No, it, was, it, was, it was him... But um, I can I see this is some weird de-aging. Yeah, the de-aging. I mean, it never looks perfect. They'll get there someday, but yeah, who knows? He just threw me off but for a minute. I was like, it, what the fuck? it's weird though, because you, you shouldn't even really have to de-age him that much. That, that this is supposed to take place in 2017, I think. Something like that. Yeah, we're only four. 16. We're only four years away. It was just weird. It, yeah. He threw me off. I mean, I knew why he was there and what was going on, but just seeing him, I'm like, like I had to do a couple double takes. Like, mm-hmm. and I googled it while I was sitting there. I'm like, was it a different actor? And they just did like some voiceover or something. Like, I'm like, did he die? I don't remember him dying. Like, I, it literally <laughs> took me out for a minute because he looked so yeah. off. But then he's barely in the movie, so it didn't matter. Yeah. You know, I thought, like, as I was doing that googling, they're like, the real reason why. Thunderbolt Ross is the villain. I'm like, what? And I'm like, I'm not reading oh, that. I'm like, literally watching the movie. I'm like, I'm not going to read that article, but I just yeah. wanted to see like, did they replace him somehow? But it's all good. I, I thought what they did with that, epi- that, that part of the story made sense. And then I wasn't sure like they capture her, but then they let her go two weeks later. And maybe she got away. She just said, I'll handle this. Yeah. Who knows? I was, they didn't... I was thrown off by I, that. I thought, you know, they, they've earned enough goodwill with me to just say, to just jump ahead and go, yeah, she's still on the run. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about whether she got away or how she got away, because it doesn't matter. You know you know that by this point, she's not in prison. Cool. And it was it was kind of cool to realize, like, 
because all you know from uh when the team gets broken out from the raft is like cap goes and do it does it but you didn't realize at that point when you're watching that because of course it wasn't written that way then but that she was part of that yeah so i do like it when they can you know i've talked about this before i i don't like it when they try to shoehorn a story in that changes something that retcon stuff and then they go no 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 she was there the whole time but like this did it in such a way that didn't matter because you never saw who was on the ship like you know she might have been flying the jet when they came and busted him out so that kind of stuff that you go oh okay cool she clearly had switched sides by this point but I say, we don't we don't actually see anyone busting anyone out do we this is cap in that. the inside the raft at the end i'm pretty sure it's been it's been a while since I've watched it, but I I think Probably. I feel like you see him, but he's he's inside. You don't see the ship. I guess I'll like just I, have to go watch. It's again. funny. I remember the I remember this I remember the scene of like seeing them all in their cells. Yeah, I don't remember if Cap shows up, but it would make sense if he did. But yeah, to your point there, Nat's fucking driving the plane, or mm-hmm. she's out there. She's in the hallway punching some dude in the neck. Who gives yep. a shit? She doesn't have to be there to say that she's there. Mm-hmm. And the way they set that up made total sense. Like yep. she's like, I want to go get my, I want to go get my family. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love. Do you it. need another bell for that scene? No, no, no. I didn't cry. Okay. Right. Just checking. I got your back. You crying now? Mm, no. You're not crying. Yeah. I'm not crying. You're crying. Oh my god! One of the one of my fa- most favorite lines. <laughs> mm-hmm. When they meet up at the end after she like defeats Taskmaster, right, and all mm-hmm. the girls are coming together. And then uh, uh, Alexia and Milena are walking up and they're like both hurt, right? Like, is everyone okay? Like, I am clearly injured. (laughs) (laughs) Just the way that she said it, it made me, I cracked up. And I just said that I had to pause it because I was laughing so hard. I'm like, just the way she delivered that line was hilarious. It was, there were so many good little pieces of hilarity in it. About what? I, I, I was happy that my prediction was wrong. I, I had asked you at one point if you thought that Melina was going to die because she's not in the trailer as much. She's not in the trailer at she all. She wasn't in, in the promotional stuff. Like there was some, um, there were some uh, trailers that ran, like not during regular trailers, but before the trailers at the movies where it's uh, Florence and, and Scarlett and David Harbour talking about the movie and talking to each other. And they're like, asking each other questions like of the cast, who would be like, who would be make the best spy. And they mention her. They're like, Oh, Rachel sneaks away from stuff. But like, like she's not doing the press stuff. It's weird. Like, so I was like, either she dies or she double crosses them. So then when she double crosses them and then I was so happy that it turned out she didn't and that they had the family unit together at the end. That made me really happy. I don't exactly know what it was. It's just, it was just like, I'm so glad they made that choice. Then, like, you were kind of, once she said, like, I called them already, you're like, Fuck. just like every movie, the person you were expecting to help you double crosses you. And then and then to bring it back, and when they did the, the switch, and, and I was glad. <sighs> they used technology we've seen in the MCU for, like, the face swapping. Yeah, she's I believe used we've it. Seen they, she's used it, exactly. She used it in Winter Soldier. She used it in Winter Soldier, but exactly. I was so glad they didn't, show that technology earlier in the movie. Yep. So that it would, it would be like, like top oh. of mind. It, yeah. When it happened, it was like, Oh shit. 
Because yeah. here's the thing: if you haven't seen Winter Soldier, it's not like you go like, "What, what is what is that? How how'd she do that?" It's very obvious what the technology was, but they yeah. didn't they didn't hint at it at all. So you just you weren't expecting it when it happened. Oh yeah, I was so pleased with that. I had no idea when he, when when he taps her face and it starts to go shimmery. I'm like, "What uh-huh. the fuck?" And then he pulls uh-huh. her off. I'm like, "Oh shit! I forgot about the Mission Impossible face." Mm-hmm. Like I, I do the same thing. I'm like, "Oh shit!" She used that and then, against Ross or, or against uh, uh, what's his name? Um, what's it? Uh, uh, yeah, what's his name? Yeah, Robert Redford. Robert Redford. There Robert we go. Redford. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, like she used that when she was portraying one of the other. Yep. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It it, th- it excited the fuck out of me because then you realize, okay, Milena's downstairs. And then you see Alexi like uh, break, like giving his like whole spiel, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> like it meant uh-huh. everything to me. And then she's like, "It was just you the whole time." <laughs> that was another thing I cracked up about. I'm like, yeah. "Oh man, you like love this woman, but you're like, God damn it, there was just you." <laughs> and there was a. Uh... Oh. And- and yeah, and when they when they pull it off, I'm like, yeah, but that did the face. What about the hair? And then you see subtly in the background when they're flashing back to the when they made the plan, you see all the wigs up against the wall in Molina's house. Did you? I didn't even see that. Yep. Because I was like, that, that only takes care of her face. How'd they do her hair so fast? And you, you cuts back to her, to uh, Natasha and Molina talking. And in the background, there's a wall of wigs. Oh, there are wigs. Okay. Yeah. Well, to your point with Molina, like I thought from the trailer and I, I don't know if I said this or on, on a recording or we were just talking about it outside of this, but the way the trailer made it sound uh, or look like I thought they were all going to come together. And then in that scene, when they're at the house, I thought for sure she was like going to get sniped or taken out or something. And yep. like, that was going to be another catalyst for the family to work together. Right. And, right. And right. Like red guardian was going to be pissed. Cause I didn't understand. I didn't know at the time. Like I thought they were legitimately their kids, mm. you know, like, I knew, I knew that in the past she had talked about the fact that she was part of the red room and that she was an orphan and all that. But you don't know what's real and what what's yeah. bullshit from them. So I'm like, okay, this is cool. Like we're actually going to get to see her little sister, and we're going to get to see her mom and dad. And they come from this family, and now the mom's going to die in this movie, and that's going to be the catalyst for the girls to go attack whoever this big bad is that's actually running Taskmaster. Because I knew Taskmaster wasn't going to be the ultimate big mm-hmm. bad. Right, right, right. But then the way they handled it made so much more sense and hit on so many more levels. And to your point, it added it added to the story and progressed the story along. It allowed for some intrigue. It allowed for some other funny bits. It it just set it up so much better to to than to take her out. Like taking her out would make no sense once you know the kind of storyline. The fact that she's mm-hmm. been involved with Drakov from the jump, that she was working well, with it, him for the past twenty years, you know. It would have been just like a real cheap pull your heartstrings, like, oh, we introduced this character and we expect you to care about her and she's dead. You know, like Yeah. The fact that instead we introduced this character that the other characters used to care about and now they're pissed at. And by the end they all come back together. It made it, it was so much better that way. Um, well yeah. Well Florence Pugh was the one that, that, that kind of had that catalyst, right? Where she's like mm-hmm. you know, the person that that you were implementing these mind control devices on, that was me. Mm-hmm. And you see in the very beginning when, when uh, Alexi comes home and he's like, we got to get out of here basically. And she's mm-hmm. like, I don't want to go. 
Like she didn't yeah. want to leave that life. Like it was real mm-hmm. to her too. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's where that, that catalyst happens. Now, if, if she doesn't say that, right, if, if they don't come there, then she probably stays on and works with Dracov forever and never, mm-hmm. never yeah. rises against him. Right. But the fact that the family came back and you realize how much negative impact that she's had on the people that she once loved. Well, let's see if we can rectify some of this. And that's what, that's what a lot of these stories are about, right? Like kind of redemption stories for some of these evil people. And mm-hmm. they're not even necessarily evil people. They're just doing shit that gets used for wrong, wrong ways, right? I can't I can't get over Elena. She's so good. Yeah. I mean, ass kicking like a motherfucker, but also just so much heart in her portrayal. And so much fun. Like she yeah. I can't wait to see her. It's well, in the next episode. She's gonna be such a good addition to the universe to the universe when she crosses over with other things. Yeah. And like you said, I'm so glad that we're not gonna have to wait forever. Like we are I mean, we already knew just from knowing behind the scenes stuff that she'd show up in Hawkeye, but to yeah. get that post credit scene and, and understand the why and how, and then it's not going to feel super forced. Like, Hey, all these years later, I know my sister's been dead for a couple of years, but I've just decided to drop by and see if I can be an Avenger. No, no, no. <laughs> They've given us a much more clever way of having her interact with him. Well, and that's, that's the interesting thing. Cause I, I don't know if we've found out or if I, I don't think you've, we've ever talked about it. We don't necessarily know when Hawkeye is supposed to take place. Right. So, but now we sort of do like, it makes it look like it's going to happen right after the, they all come back from the snap. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. I mean, you think Wanda, like WandaVision happened two weeks after they all came back and that lasted maybe three days, <laughs> right? So we're right. less than three weeks back from the snap. But I'm, I'm intrigued that somehow Hawkeye comes back after being on his fucking Ronin murder spree. And then a month later, I mean, realistically, she's she's visiting her sister's grave. We don't know how long that's been. Right. And also, I think it could be wasn't, wasn't Spider-Man more like six months after? Like, they're not going chronologically. It yeah. seems like all these stories are taking place within like that the first year after. Yeah, not necessarily was, think, in months. order because we're kind of dealing with where we're in everybody's own universe at this point, like their own corner of the universe. So it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be. We don't have to tell these chronologically. All that really happens is if we bring everybody together in an Avengers movie or a dark Avengers movie, whatever you want to call it, whatever the next big crossover is, then I hope that obviously that takes place after everything you've seen. And I, and I hope that it doesn't matter that you know what order all the things take place, that all you need to know is all this stuff took place between Endgame and whatever we're going to call this next thing. If it's Avengers five or if it's, they want to call it, you know, dark Avengers or new Avengers or whatever the fuck they want to call it. Like, Thunderbolts. If all you need to know is things, all the things you saw happened in there somewhere. I don't want it to be like, well, go online and look at the timeline so that you understand. I don't think Marvel's going to do that anyways. Cause I mean, we don't really no. know when, unless they drop hints in the previous movies of like, well, this happened at the same time. This was happening. We don't know exactly when guardians was going on while everything else was happening on earth. Cause it doesn't matter. You know? Yeah. Well, we it's don't roughly the same time. We don't know when Shang Chi is happening. Exactly. Exactly. We're we're assuming it's next on the timeline. It could happen. It, this could have happened five years ago. Absolutely. It could happen. It could happen. 
in the 90s. We don't really know. We haven't been told when it's happening. Now, obviously, Spider-Man 3 has to happen after Spider-Man 2. Right. And I mean, that's all you really but... <laughs> need to know is like in the individual stories, they're going in order. But it doesn't matter if we go like, wait, did Bla- did the end of Black Widow take place before Loki or after Loki or before Cap or after Cap? It doesn't matter. Just everybody's own story is linear. And then they all come back together. They'll all come back together. What I love yeah. about this. Yeah. And well, that's that's what's intriguing about it. Just I, I'm thinking where I was coming from a timeline perspective of like, how long has she been working for Val? How many other people has she already worked with? Because if they are building towards like a Thunderbolts or a Dark Avengers or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And they're bringing, let's say, a bunch of non-powered or semi-powered people, like non-gods, if you will, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Together for that team to be like a government agency that's going to police all these powered people. Like, has she already been working with John Walker? Has she never met him? How many other people are on the team? Like, it's just intriguing to think about, like, where are we at and who could they be interacting with and how will they then interact with them? Obviously, those answers will come with time. But part of this part of this job we have here is to speculate and make up bullshit. (laughs) So I'm in I'm intrigued by that. Um, I'm curious if. Do we know how many episodes? I know we do. I just can't remember. Do we know? Do you know how many episodes Hawkeye is? So, with the exception of, um, what if? When they they, six, they said right? that most of the shows are going to be six one hour episodes, like all of the shows are going to clock in around six hours. But I think that for the most part, the shows are all going to be six one hour shows. Yes. Yeah. See, last thing I saw is said six to eight episodes. Oh, six to eight. Okay. I mean, it's possible. But, you get eight, what, eight official, 45-minute so episodes? Yeah, I mean, that's what we got with uh, Wanda. It probably just, I mean, I think a lot of it just comes down to where, where does it make sense to put the breaks? Yeah. Basically, you have a six-hour movie. Is it better to cut it in six slices or eight? It's like when you cut a pizza. It's still the same amount of pizza. Two. How many people do you need giant to feed? slices. Yeah. You just fold it. You just need one slice, calzone. one round slice. Yes. <laughs> Freaking taco. Well, the reason why I ask because I'm like, okay, if you have six hour-long episodes or eight 45-minute episodes, right? Mm-hmm. Like, is Yelena the bad guy? Or does Yelena just show up for a couple episodes? Right? Well, like, and that's the weird will she thing. Be because part of Clint's team eventually? Or... You know, does that's, she come in for one question. episode and then they have a conversation? She realizes Val's been lying to her. That that's what I was gonna say. Like, at, at what point does she switch sides? Yeah. We're also getting we're also getting Echo. So Echo could be the villain that's working for Val. Maybe maybe Yelena switches early on and then Val sends Echo after them, and Echo's getting a spinoff after this. Yeah. So there's more to her story. That's from Ant Man too, right? Um. No. Was that Echo? You're thinking of Ghost. I am thinking of Ghost. Yep. Echo's new. She's a character I know from, from comics, but she's going to be introduced in Hawkeye and then get a spinoff. A deaf Native American who can perfectly uh-huh. copy another person. Okay, so she's she's a deaf Taskmaster. <laughs> well, I mean, with Taskmaster, it was like fighting style. This is like movement, so I think they're probably going to portray... Let's talk about Taskmaster for, for a second, too. Fuck yes, please. Dude, you know what I loved? Again, they didn't beat you over the head with it. If they said, oh, okay, 
Taskmaster can copy your movements. They didn't just say, oh, look at Red Guardian's fighting, and then all of a sudden Taskmaster is using Red Guardian's moves. No. They had Taskmaster using the other Avengers' moves, and they also didn't point it out and go, ooh, crap. He, because they didn't know it was a she yet, you know, he's fighting like Cap now. It was just like, if you know, you know. And if you don't, it's just an awesome fight. But there was just so many, and I'm sure there's a bunch that I missed, because I wasn't thinking about when it happened, but like kicking the shield, the fucking... <laughs> the, yeah. the the black panther claws uh there are a couple other that i've already forgotten but when we were walking out of the theater uh we were talking about like ties to the other movies and that was the first thing i said the next time i watch it i'm going to pay special attention to every fight scene with taskmaster and ignore what's happening and just watching the moves and like what am i supposed to be seeing here because that was it was it was obvious enough that you knew what it was if you were paying attention and subtle enough that you didn't, again, I don't like it when they beat you over the head with it. When they go, huh? Huh? Did you see that? Yeah. Huh? You know, it was just, it was so, so well done. And just to yeah, see like, the clip of watching the Civil War fight at the beginning to 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 just also subtly explain why does Taskmaster know these moves, right? Yeah. Just watching tape. It was perfect. It was so well done. And it, they didn't have the scene of like, oh my God taskmaster can fight like all the avengers we'll have to learn some new moves that it doesn't know you know they didn't do that yeah. they just the only person that could fight i keep wanting to say him because you're you know in the beginning they, they yeah, kind yeah. of make it the only person that can fight her is red guardian because he's a super soldier he can you know go to toe-to-toe at the be in the beginning at least or at least in the, when they're making the getaway like he he holds her off it was fantastic so good so good i well, loved that i want to see those moves again well, and, and to your point, it wasn't like uh, after uh, after Scarlet found out or after uh, Natasha finds out who Taskmaster is, then they have another fight and they're like, oh, Captain America style. Right. And they fight like, oh, yeah, yeah. Black Panther style. Like, exactly. Oh, God, he's using the Winter Soldier style. He's punching everything with the left arm. Like, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. There was, there was definitely some ones that you could immediately tell. Like, you could tell the Black Panther, you could tell Cap. You, I mean, she literally mimics Black Widow in that scene. They in both the scene. land up. They do the, the pose, which is hilarious right. when you hear the next pose thing. Um, but then all of a sudden you get you know, the kick of the shield. I, I mm-hmm. think that was I think that was T'Challa, like the way that he kicked. But that mm-hmm. could have also been Bucky. Like there was just a bunch of like little nods there. But yeah, he comes out and it's like oh shit oh, oh shit, yeah oh yeah i saw that and i was like oh my god this yeah. is amazing it's got the the arrow like hawkeye bounces it off the oh yeah the, the arrow ground. that was the one i was forgetting yeah, yeah was like, like, there's one more it's just it, to your point it wasn't overly done like all of a sudden it's like engaging captain america you yes know, like exactly and then a shield comes out it was it was done so yeah, yeah they didn't like, do like the uh like uh the heads up view, and then you see like a picture of Cap pop up on the, on the screen and go yeah. downloading moves. No, we don't need that. <laughs> yeah. Like we're smarter than that. And and honestly, like I like I said, like people that don't didn't get it, didn't pick up on what they were doing, don't need to because you'd still enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, it's still Just a good like, fight. Oh, okay, scene. this Taskmaster can fight. That's all you need to know. And they, I mean, they flat out tell you that it, that she can mimic anything, and then you see her, you see the mimic with the Scarlet moves. But then yeah. after that, you don't need to be re- re- constantly reminded to see what she, see what she's doing now. What she's doing there is from actually. <laughs> yeah. Dude, <laughs> oh, I, I was. Loved, I loved the way I, that was handled. I got to imagine that she's going to be back because not not just the matter that it's it's Taskmaster, which is a, a great villain because of he, mm-hmm. he or 
now in this version, she can copy the moves of anyone they fight, right? Mm-hmm. But did you catch who the actress was? I did not. I was just looking that up. I'm like, you know what? I don't think I knew who was in there. So her name is Olga Kirilenko. Uh-huh. And I remember her from, uh, she was in the the original Hitman movie with Timothy, Timothy Oliphant. Oh, she was also okay, in yeah. Quantum of Solace, the oh, James Bond movie. Oh, that's what, like, that's okay, yeah. She's yeah, yeah, yeah. a legit name. Like, she, mm-hmm. as soon as I saw her face, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I had to go Google because I'm like, I think that's, I remember from Hit from Hitman, first of all. Like, but then I had to remember, oh, yeah, she was in fucking James Bond. She was. James, not even like a James Bond girl. Like she was a member of a James Bond movie. Yeah. I don't feel like you pulled that in without having, giving her more to do. Yeah. Like you could put anybody. You could have pulled any unnamed actor. Exactly. Like you could have pulled anybody in that role. You put a stunt man in the suit, stunt man, stunt woman, stunt person. You put a stunt person in the suit and then you just need an extra for when the helmet comes off. Yep. You just need a face. the, the, The fact that you, you bring someone that's an established actress Tell yeah, same tells me that there's, if not plans to bring the character back, the door is open. The like door we want to make sure open, we're exactly. leaving the door open because you just never know. Because here's the thing, I mean, you figure even if if Taskmaster doesn't turn up again in Phase Four, you leave the door open because you don't even know who's gonna be writing Phase Five at this point. You're gonna get someone that comes in and goes, you know what? Which character I want to bring back? You know, like 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 we mentioned in another show. Did we really ever think we were going to see Abomination again? Not really. Never. I, never I, I just figured. I figured over at Marvel, they're just, they're they're like quietly pretending that that's not canon anymore. Exactly. I right? never. <laughs> I never once thought we were going to get anything. I thought what we got from that movie was was Thunderbolt Ross. Thunderbolt. I didn't think it's the we only would thing they were still using, and I figured they were done. Like, there's been no mention of Betty. There was no <laughs> yeah. mention of. Uh, of the dad from Modern Family, like, <laughs> like nobody's coming back except Thunderbolt. Yeah, and that was so, like a surprise when they brought him back for for Sokovia Accord stuff. You're like, whoa, yeah. they're acknowledging that movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's still around. Holy like, shit! Like I knew, I knew it was still considered canon, but it's like, yeah, that's canon, but you don't need to watch it. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to talk about it. Canon, but it's not Mark Ruffalo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I, I was over the weekend. I was watching some stuff on uh, the good old uh, YouTube's, mm-hmm. and someone I follow that I really enjoyed, uh, kind of his take on things. He was saying like they could be creating a Thunderbolts, mm-hmm. where where Thunderbolt Ross, and it's funny because she mentions in this uh, Natasha mentions like not looking so hot there, Ross. Like this is your second triple bypass. Yeah. Yeah. So what if he? What if? in an attempt to like save his life, he takes a serum or he takes part of Banner's blood Red and he Hulk, becomes Red, Red Hulk. Hulk. Red Hulk. Do and it. And so they, they had Red Hulk. Uh, they had the new Black Widow. Like mm-hmm. this is their speculation, right? They had right. US Agent. Mm-hmm. They had Ghost, which that's why I was thinking Echo because I saw mm-hmm. her on the trailer and I forgot her name. Mm-hmm. They had Taskmaster with a mm-hmm. different stylized version of her, uh, her arm. Right. And then they had someone else who I, who I couldn't, I don't remember off the top of my head, but I was like, oh, damn. Oh, damn. Like you're, you're putting a, and we're getting a She-Hulk movie, uh, TV show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What if at some point in there we get Thunderbolt Ross becomes Red Hulk? Mm-hmm. Why not? Why not? 
and now you have the a thing, the thing is, sort of Marvel powered not... but not godlike powered team yeah that is run by the government and that's the thing we haven't found out about Val cuz in the in the comics she's playing a triple agent right she's right. a hydra agent being a double agent within shield but she's actually a leviathan agent which is like the russian version of hydra mm-hmm. okay well we haven't said any of that right so she could just be playing Val where she is part of a non-shield sword whatever mm-hmm. government agency that is now coming together to police sword and shield because they have failed mm-hmm. that and i mean and you hear sam talk about it, right you hear nick fury talk about it like the world is getting overpopulated with superpower beings really quick yep well what if the government realized okay sword and shield have sort of failed at this and we don't really know what's going on with sword because sam's up in the fucking space mm-hmm. station mm-hmm. and maybe that's where we get amelia clark we don't know yet right right with secret invasion but what if they're building towards another faction of People that we can trust here on the ground to police, you know, to watch the Watchmen, essentially, right? Right, exactly. Let's fucking do it. And then they become, but maybe you don't call them the Thunderbolts. Maybe you call them Dark Avengers. Maybe you call them the Thunderbolts instead of the Dark Avengers. Either way, it works for maybe, me. Maybe we end up with three teams. You get you get the Thunderbolts who are working for the government, and you get Val's team that think they are, but they're working for Val. Yes, and we don't know Absolutely. who she's. And then you have the actual Avengers who don't work for anyone, and. It, you know what I mean? Or, and, or and the Avengers are gone, and now we get the Young Avengers. Could be. I, I'm so excited. It's it's just it boggles my fucking mind how they're able because, to spin I mean, these this, webs, dude. It's so point, amazing. After Thanos, and you don't have Hydra to go clean up, you still have the Avengers compound, but that's basically the clubhouse for. For Avengers to just go hang out, well, right? Well, you don't really have it anymore. <laughs> oh, that's true. You got they, they to rebuild that it. Too. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, even no that 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 works even better, right? If there there is no central place, and you maybe you don't have Stark money anymore, Ooh. right? Okay. I was just so, gonna say, I'm like, does Pepper rebuild it, or does Pepper go fuck all of you? Like, we gave you everything. <laughs> We gave you Tony. I'm out. I'm going to go raise my kid well, and fuck all well, of you. How do we know, too, that he hasn't gone broke funding the Avengers over these years? Like, how That's much does he true. even have left? How much did he spend on inventing time travel? Very true. Very true. <laughs> so so what you could find is what's the thing that makes the Avengers come back? Well, you have these two teams. <laughs> They're fucking shit up. And it turns out one of them's, you know, or or like you said, it could be one team. Maybe Maybe they all think they work for Ross and like. Val's his assistant, but it turns out she's pulling the strings because she's not who you think she is. Either way, I mean, I think this new team they're building is what will cause the new new Avengers team to come together. I think they're sure. just going to take their sweet-ass time because they're putting so many movies in Phase 4. And I think that's, that, that maybe that's a part of why, is we don't want to come right back and say, yeah, we've got a new team with fresh faces. It's No, everybody's got their own shit to deal with. Sam's got his shit. Doctor Strange is going to go jump multiverses. Uh, who else? Who's even on the team? Captain Marvel's in space. Who am mm-hmm. I missing? Who's left? From Winter Soldier. He's just off doing, probably doing his thing now. He's yeah, probably well, still got some things on his list. <laughs> T'Challa's not going to be around. T'Challa's not going to be around. So even if it's even if it's Shuri, whatever the reason T'Challa's not going to be around, they whatever the in-universe reason, she's going to have to deal with that. Who yeah. else? Who do we have left? Hopefully, we're getting Namor right. We're going to get Namor in, in that movie, but if they're going to set them up at least in the beginning as as a villain, if they're putting 
putting Atlantis versus Wakanda. So he won't be a he won't be an Avenger right away if he no, has, yeah. depending on how they do it. But yeah. like who else is on the team? I'm trying to think who's left that's on the team. Who knows what Hulk is doing at this point? He's probably going to be like the elder statesman of the team, just like the scientist. So I, heard, I, I read a quick article that said we're we're not going to get Smart Hulk anymore. That's just going to be oh. Banner. Okay. I don't I don't know if that's true. I mean, that doesn't make sense to me, but he could find a way to cure it. I mean, did you see the deleted scenes from Infinity War of what no. their original explanation was going to be? No. Of how he became Smart Hulk. No. So that that whole uh, plot thread that was going through Infinity War, where he couldn't get Hulk to come out, mm. apparently towards the end of the movie, and they scrapped it. You, he has a conversation between Banner and Hulk when he's in the Hulk Smasher gear. Yeah. And he tells him, like, basically, Hulk's telling him, I don't want to come out. You just make me fight or something like that, you know? And he, and he tells him, like, I have like I have an idea. And the idea is, like, we, we merge. Something like that. Like, they come to an agreement. And that's how he becomes Smart Hulk. But I guess they just decided, take that out. We'll come up with another reason why how he became Smart Hulk in the in the five years. So in, in like, and it was even like it was filmed. It just wasn't CGI'd. So they have a, like the footage of him on like his stilts and stuff and like the in mask stuff, having a conversation yeah. with himself and his face turns from side to side each time he switches who he, who he is. So that was the original thing. Like he was, it was just going to be a decision emerge. It wasn't going to be, I forget what happened. He was, he did it with science he, essentially, right? Yeah. He, he did it in the yeah. lab. <laughs> yeah. He just but he found they, a way to, to to pull him out. He found a way to yeah. merge the two essentially instead of them, them coming to the agreement, he used science right. to do it. Because if, if, if they went the old way with the agreement, then, then sure he should be able to just change back. Well, now all they have to do is like, well, I scienced it out and maybe that's how something goes wrong. And that's how his cousin turns into she Hulk. Sure. Maybe there's, maybe there's a connection there. I, I am curious about that to see how she's yep. going to do it because she's supposed to, in the comics, she gets a blood transfusion. So I'm curious how they're going to do right. that, but that could also easily, Whatever that mechanism is, that could easily set up Thunderbolt Ross as well. Right. If they do I decide mean, to go that it, way and it, do Red Hulk. It, it could be a, you know, it could just be a, now that we've defeated Thanos, I want out of this body and she's helping him in the lab. I don't know why you need a lawyer. She's just present in the lab. I, who knows? She's there when it happens and something goes wrong. And he, and hey, cuz, I came to visit you for lunch. I need oh, you to no. sign these papers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need you to sign these legal documents. That, that would be funny. Know, yeah. I got something for you that, to sign. It's, you know, waivers that, uh, whatever, whatever lab is doing this is, you know, whatever, but, uh, and then everything goes wrong and it works uh, for him. King, He's King out Industries then, wants you to sign this. To yeah, use their lab. So yeah, I'm, uh, they're setting up so many good things and there's so many possibilities that they could do. And I think mm-hmm. we, we touched on this on another show is like what they're setting up is so much like the real comics. Where yes. these characters can interact on a regular basis and they can guest spot for a six episode arc or whatever, right? And so they could come into a TV show. Like maybe you have Thunderbolt Ross become Red Hulk and then he's not in the show. He just becomes Red Hulk and they take him off. Mm-hmm. And then he comes and back you know two years later. Open. And here's the thing. You don't actually, at that point, you don't need the actor to if he play Red Hulk. Exactly. Red Hulk. You just have him, you know, do the mocap. Yep. But he doesn't have to do actual action fight scenes and stuff because I forget the actual name, but he's a little older, you know. But you could just have him do facial mocap and then he's done. Like he just gets to, to emote. Or maybe yep. you don't. Maybe you change his voice so much that it, it's not him. And it's it's some other actor. Cool. Works for me. Because now we get well, that's, that's a the red thing. Hulk. Like, <laughs> like, exactly. 
when when you first said it earlier, when you said, "Oh, maybe we get Red Hulk," I, what what I wanted to say then was, "Right, you could because it's Marvel. Anything's possible at this point." If if we were talking about a different comic book company that's making movies, we have to go like, mm, I don't know if they would actually do that, or I don't know if we've set up enough to actually feel like we could get away with that. Like we were talking the other day about how they they say a Nightwing movie is still well, they can't do a Nightwing movie. Because the only Batman you have that would make sense to have a Nightwing isn't Batman anymore. Yeah. Right? Like, you, you, you're, you've made a mess. You can't just stick stuff in your mess and expect it to work. Whereas here, you, 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 you're telling one story. Now, granted, we've said, like, okay, Loki can go off and do anything. But it's still part of this story. Sure. And so you've set it up enough that, that nothing's off the table that, that someone couldn't walk into their, their writer's room and go, we want to use red Hulk. And they go, yeah, we're not going to use red Hulk in this continuity. So just wait for the reboot. And then you can use red Hulk. No, you can use anything. They're smart enough to figure out a way to make it work. I don't know how he's going to end up being red Hulk, but they, I'm sure they could figure it out. Yeah. They just figured out how to make a movie about a character. They already killed and have it take place years before this giant infinity war slash end game that, that nothing could top. And I went and, and fucking loved it. You know, it's absolutely. Just, they, they, in a way, like, even though this was a, a small and personal movie, they really outdid it themselves because they did something that I don't think any other studio could have handled. Cause you go, no. okay. You, after after you Endgame, fuck this up. Yeah. What do you, how can you come back after Endgame? How can you do anything else? Well, they came right back with Spider-Man and I know that was, that was Sony, but they worked together on that. And I'm like, because, you know, my initial thought was, how is Endgame not the end of the phase? How do you give me anything else after that? And you go, oh, this is like a, an epilogue to the phase. I'm going to show you a exactly. little bit of what happens afterwards. And like, oh, damn, they did it. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you really have a, can't a just kid end crying about you, his mentor dying. Yeah, you can't just build up to Endgame and then just stop. You need that extra chapter where Frodo gets on the boat. <laughs> where the giant eagles land. Yeah. Damn, dude. So good. So I wasn't really paying attention fully during that rant. No, I'm kidding. I was. Yeah. You want me to but I was also again? having, okay. no, no. I was also having a side thought. Like, whatever. Oh, I thought you were going to be like, I was having an existential crisis over here. If if they were to do some sort of catalyst, either transfers the ability or allows him to transfer the ability or allows him to mm-hmm. manip- the ability to be manipulated or something, or not manipulated, but uh, multiplied or, or duplicated. But if somehow, whatever they do in She-Hulk, if they were to somehow do it where you get Thunderbolt as as Red Hulk and mm-hmm. you get She-Hulk, but you still have Bruce as the ability to shift back and forth. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's setting up for a phase five movie of like, uh, what was it called? Oh, my brain just turned off. Like Hulk Wars or whatever it was called. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I think so, yeah. I think not, I'm not, not. Planet Hulk. They basically Planet did Planet Hulk. Hulk in Ragnarok. Exactly, exactly. But there's like the War of the Hulks or something like that. Where yep. You get Blue Hulk, you got a Gray Hulk, which was an abomination, but it looks like abomination kind of. Mm-hmm. But you could have a bunch of Hulks fighting. I don't know if yep. they would do something like that, but I'm just curious. Like, There's so many things they could do, and I'm curious what they're setting up. I'm curious if we're going to get Inhumans officially back in. Yeah. They may I've wait heard. a little while to do it right or introduce a little bit of it of the mythology of, of it exactly. without actually bringing in the big ones. I mean, that that's when it, you know, what I always wonder about, how are they doing Miss Marvel? Is she going to be an Inhuman? Or are we not talking about Inhumans for a little while? Was she supposed to be? Yeah, in the comics she goes through, you know how they go through that mist? 
No. Okay, so and they I did, never they read. Did this I in, never read a lot of them. I, I've well, they did it. I don't. I don't know how much you watched of Agents of Shield when they had people becoming Inhumans. Okay, it was. I haven't I think watched it's a single the, episode the, of that show. Oh, you never watched? Okay, they they had Inhumans on that, and there was this thing. I think it's called Terrigen Mists, and like I forget. There's either vials or rocks or something. When you crack it, smoke comes up, and if you have, I don't know if it's, they called it a gene because that sounds a little too close to being like the mutant gene, but if you if you have any inhuman in you at all, like if it's in your ancestry, when you go through the smoke, you bec- you get your powers. And if you don't, you die. They basically turned to stone and just crumbled. The, the people that, that weren't, weren't, let's just say not compatible. I don't, I, cause I don't remember if they used the, if they called it gene, right? Well, in the comic, that's how she gets her power. She goes through the, she accidentally goes through the mess. I think she's just walking home at night and it, Maybe it just looks like fog. It's, I'm a little hazy on it, but I do remember that she's she's considered an inhuman. Now they That's could go cool. a totally different route because they could say, "Look, we we tried Inhumans. It wasn't under M, the you know MCU. It was over on Marvel TV, and that was its own thing, and it epically failed. And we just <laughs> we're gonna wait a while because we don't want the stink of that show on us. Now I never watched it. I just heard it was really bad. Yeah. I never watched. I saw the trailers and I went, ugh. It just looked terrible to me. I didn't even see the trailers. And I mean, they did the first two, I think they did the first two episodes back to back in theaters for people that wanted to go. And I, I just wasn't excited enough to, to go to a theater to watch a Marvel thing. That's bad. <laughs> sure. I think I had already heard enough bad about it before it even came out that I just figured I'll just wait. And if it's good, I'll watch it later. That's kind of what I did with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and, and even uh, Carter. I just haven't gone back to do it. Because I heard Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. you get like uh, God of Vengeance. Nick Cage. Ghost Rider. Huh? There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Nick Cage. I, th- I was thinking Luke Cage for a minute and I was like, no, dude. He's in Netflix. Uh, yeah, they they had a they had one of the Ghost Riders, um, and and I think some of the stuff was fun and interesting. But we've talked about this before. I I wish that, that show had been an Avengers prequel and not been we brought Phil back from the dead. Well, yeah, that bothered me. And then eventually, uh, eventually they were just like, well, this isn't canon. It's not really connecting anymore. They tried in the beginning, like they had an episode right after Dark World where they were cleaning up the mess from Dark World. And they also had one that took place immediately after Winter Soldier. Like it aired maybe the, the I don't know, Tuesday or whatever after Winter Soldier and it totally tied in. Like they they timed the release of it just perfectly. And then as the seasons went on, they're just like, Yeah, we're just not gonna really mention anything about the snap or anything else going on. Like we're not related anymore. And I'm like, okay. So this is this is this I just consider that show show must have taken place in one of those variant timelines. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe that created a variant when when in that universe, uh, Nick Fury brought, brought Phil back, back from <laughs> back yeah. to life. They should have ended. They should go back and film one more one post credit scene for that show where the TVA comes in the and TV destroys the timeline. <laughs> I was gonna, I was just gonna say that. What if we get an episode like that in uh, in Loki season two? Oh, that'd be awesome. Where they're like, Phil Coulson's still alive. Variant. <laughs> Yeah, holy shit! Did they just kill everyone in that timeline? Like, yeah. What if, yeah? What if there's like a montage of him going up and cleaning up all the, all the non MCU Marvel stuff, just destroying all the time? 
Well, kind of like uh, Deadpool in the Deadpool. When he that's goes exactly to what I was travel. thinking. Yep. Maybe that's how they bring Deadpool in. They clean up his timeline and he jumps through. <laughs> There's just so much to think of, man. Yeah. And we haven't, I mean, you've got all of this planned and they haven't even touched on mutants yet. Yep. That's what's really crazy. And, and the only thing that nuts. I, and I love that they're taking their time. I'm just getting so sick and tired of every article about anything. Speculation with Marvel is like, this must bring be where they're bringing in the mutants. No, it's not. No, they keep saying we're not there yet. That's far off. We're going to do it. We're going to do it right. It's going to take some time. Everything I read could this, I already read one this, this week about well, in black widow. They said it was specific to her DNA mutant. I'm like, we're not allowed to say DNA now without it being X-Men. <laughs> and I, I love it when they say I things like, clearly this is, this is setting up We're going to find out where Magneto's at. Yeah. No. Why? No. It would have been interesting if it was like uh, Mr. Sinister or something like that. Mm-hmm. That would have been interesting because it's, it's never been done before. But you're going to bring in, you think we're going to bring in Magneto, one of the like most well-known mutants? That's been used in every single movie they've done. Literally every single X-Men movie. You think mm-hmm. he's going to come in as a side character on this a side episode? Fuck when they get off. ready to use Charles and Eric. They're going to be the main story. Oh, There's yeah. like rumors that Patrick Stewart has been in talks with Kevin Feige about joining the MCU. And I, I feel like if, if that's even remotely true, it's going to be a multiverse of madness thing. It's going to be sure. a glimpse. It's going to be a quick glimpse to go like, hey, that happened too. That was in an alternate timeline. Like it's, what they did with Deadpool. It's all connected. Exactly. Like we're going to show it and go, yeah, we acknowledge that was over there. It's connected, but it's not in. It's not here. It's over there. I don't think they're going to cast him as as the, the next Charles. I love the guy, but he's getting up there and they think long term. Yeah. Just because Charles well, yeah. is bald doesn't mean you have to have an old Charles. Oh, yeah. I mean, realistically, if you're going to bring one of them in, bring in McAvoy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you if we're bringing in Deadpool, you've already literally had McAvoy and the whole crew in a Deadpool movie. In, in, in a Deadpool movie, exactly. Now, what I and would I haven't love, even begun to think about how they're going to bring him over. I just, I'm just not going to worry about it. Deadpool? <laughs> yeah. Like, they'll do it when they do well, it, and they'll do it however they do it. I mean, I just love the idea of they're going to do a Deadpool movie, and then he can just, in the beginning... You know, be going about him like, wait, something's off here. Exactly. Right? The fact that he can break the fourth wall <gasps> and have fun with it and oh talk to the God. audience. Yeah. The blip. Or whatever, right? Or God damn it, Doctor Strange did it again. Like, you mm-hmm. know, he can say anything, right? They can make it fun of it and then just go about your day. Oh my God. What if the post credit scene in Multiverse of Madness is Deadpool is Deadpool. Deadpool? De- Deadpool showing up in the MCU and having no idea how he got there. <laughs> That'd be fucking great, dude. <laughs> I mean, that would be the ultimate. There's so much they can do. Did you see Deadpool and Korg react to Free Guy trailer? No. I'll show you that after this. All right. Sounds good. Pretty funny. There's just so much you can do. And as long as they keep, I mean, I don't know why we're even, I'm not worried about it at all. Mm -mm. But if you keep going like what this movie did, like, like you said, this movie was like, why are they making this? What is the point of it? What What's it going to tie in? How is this mm-hmm. going to set up any kind of next big bad or something like that? 
They answered all those questions and more. They did it and more with awesome action, with a great storyline, with fun and levity and heart. I mean, if you can make me giggle my ass off and cry in a movie, you've done it. Like you've hit every everything I need. Yeah. That's why they might. I mean, they earned their twenty nine ninety nine from me. They earned every penny of it. There's a part of me that feels bad that I haven't spent a, a dollar on this movie, but then I remember that I'm going to end up buying it. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I'm don't okay worry with about that. that. And since yeah. they stopped doing slip covers for the Blu-rays, I'm going to have to buy the 4K to get the nice packaging, and I don't even have a 4K TV. So, you know eh. what? They're going to get their money from me one way or another. Well, and it's it's not doing terrible. I, I was going to tell you, I know we haven't done it in a while, but... Talking about the money? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hoo-hoo, callbacks to season one. Let's do it. It's it's been out for a total of four days, right? I uh, made about one hundred and fifty eight million. Okay. Globally. That's pretty. That's pretty awesome when you think about where where we're at and how many people are not that, going to the movies and shit. Right? Is that just theater? Or we're not talking about what it made. It made a bunch of money on top of that from Disney, that's, Disney Plus. I would say that's just that's just theatrical releases. Gotcha. Right, like if you look at uh, like Fast Nine, mm-hmm. right, that's been out since June twenty fifth. Actually, before that, in other territories, May twentieth, May nineteenth was when it came out around the world, mm-hmm. and it's made five forty two. Like domestically, it's only made it's made one forty one, and Black Widow's made. Uh, what did I say? 80? 80. In four days, not... In four days, right. Yeah. Eight weeks. So, seven weeks. So, I mean, there's tons of opportunity for this movie to just keep keep crushing it. It's, it's I'm, the I'm wondering, fourth biggest movie for the year so far. And when you look at it, Quiet Place is number one. But Quiet Place... Are you doing on the one hand, domestic? Yeah, domestic gross. Yep. Quiet Place is number one, and when you think about why is Quiet Place number one, that movie was not available to watch at home if you wanted to. They sure. really pushed it like, come back to theaters for this. And and also, there's definitely an aspect of that movie that people were like, you gotta see, if you're gonna see it, you gotta see it in theaters. You could say the thing, same thing for F9. There was no, like, at-home version, but it hasn't been out as long. It might catch Quiet Place. But then you look at, like, the next two, Godzilla and Black Widow. Fucking Godzilla was free if you already had HBO. You didn't even have to pay any extra. So I definitely think that when when their run is done, if they don't hit the number one spot, when you tack on what, what Disney Plus made in those, what is it called, Premier Access purchases? Yeah. I think it, I think about, it easily About 60 million, I, I see. Yeah. About an extra 60 million on top of that. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And that's four days so there you go. It's already right neck and neck with F9. So I, I I think if Black Widow isn't the top movie of the year, it will be another Marvel movie because you figure when the others come out, sure. people might be more comfortable with the theater. But the, I think I think I'm looking at the top 10 right now. And I think by the end of the year, a lot of this list is going to be Disney owned because Cruella's on there and Raya's are on there, too. Yeah. And you're going to have what? Doctor Strange before the end of the year or is that is that early next year? I keep forgetting. Uh, you have Shang Chi and Spider Man. Okay, and yeah, Spider Man. I know Shang-Chi technically Spider-Man. Sony, but but it'll be on the list and and be 
I don't ever count. You know, I mean, I, I know. I, don't, I count it. But... Pe- people go because it's MCU, not because it's a Sony Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Yeah, I think Spider-Man. I'm, I'm curious if Spider-Man. Well, Spider-Man will have less time, but I'm curious if it could take the top spot. It could. I don't see why not. People love that Spider-Man. I mean, it I just depends on what the trailer looks like and how much they actually yeah. give us. When well, the plus, fuck I mean, are we going to get that? They left the last one with a cliffhanger. You know? <sighs> I know. I, I was sitting there watching the trailers for Black Widow going, come on, do it. And I, and I was like, I didn't see anything online today about a, about a, a Spider-Man trailer. And then I was like, but I'm on the East Coast now, so I might not have found out. I'm on the East Coast, and I went to a 6 o'clock showing, you know? Maybe nobody's seen it yet. I don't. I didn't check how early they were doing showings, right? It might I have forgot started. about I Eternals, I, by the way. They didn't do an Eternals one either. No, I'm just saying we... we oh, oh got, this year. Gotcha. I thought you were talking about trailers. Exactly. Shang-Chi, Eternals, and, uh, and Spider-Man. Spider-Man. So I was just sitting there, like, hoping, 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 hoping. I'm like, come on. And they didn't do it. I think we'll. I mean, if that's releasing in December, yeah, they've got, got they've got other September things coming out first. Maybe. They'll put it before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe their their strategy is like, look, we'll put. I got. I don't know if you did. You get an Eternals trailer. I got a Shang Chi trailer. No, wait. You watched it at home. Never mind. I watched Sorry. It at home. I didn't get it. <laughs> I got a Shang Chi trailer before Black Widow. So maybe that's their strategy. You know, we're just gonna do one, one trailer. One of our own trailers before the movie, and then the next movie you'll get the one coming after that, but, which is fine. I just really want that Spider-Man trailer. I'm, I'm, oh man, this is interesting. Because so we got Black Widow came out July 9th. We've had mm-hmm. the Shang Chi trailer trailer for a while now. Yep. We've had the Eternals trailer for what a month. I think so. I feel like we're we're just a couple weeks away, man. Because Shang-Chi doesn't hit theaters until September. I can't imagine yeah. them waiting all the way to September. I think it's got to be late late July, early August that they mm-hmm. hit us with a trailer for that. But to your point, in the in the actual theater, I bet when you get Shang-Chi, you're going to get an Eternals trailer. And then when you get to Eternals, you're going to get a Spider-Man trailer. I don't yeah. know. But with Doc Strange coming out in March, I bet we get like a a New Year's trailer or maybe yeah. a super Here's bowl trailer if dr strange really ties into spider-man you don't put a trailer for it before spider-man exactly so that makes sense so yeah i think we're going to get a spider-man trailer online like a teaser and then maybe a full trailer before the next marvel movie or at least a new trailer you know they have to give you something yeah i was gonna say you got to get a full trailer number one you get teaser probably late july right trailer uh, official trailer one either when Shang-Chi arrives mm-hmm. or right before it. And then right. another one probably right before the next movie comes out. Mm-hmm. And then you just fucking ride that shit hard. Hey, oh. Different kind so of So much going on, man. Hawkeye late, late 21, Marvel late 21. What if, which I kind of like in, in yeah, that new, in the new trailer, how they're, it's like, yeah, these are what ifs, but you, it's like Dr. Strange looking at other timelines. So in a way it's still canon, you know, so that was, that was, like, that was supposed to mean. That's kind of what I read it. Like he's talking about how all this stuff is going on in, in the multiverse. 
And since we're heading towards a multiverse, then like, sure, this isn't in this timeline, but it's not, it's like, it's not that this show doesn't count. It's like, it's not outside the timeline. It's, it's yes, we know it's out like in universe. It's out of universe kind of thing. Yeah. Hmm. I think that's gonna be a fun show. That one is 10 episodes. Yeah, because they're smaller animated episodes, mm-hmm. right? Oh, man. I just, I got to get in shape. I can't die anytime soon, man. Exactly. There's too much good shit coming. Dude, just... you still want to be alive during phase seven, don't you? Bro, I want to be alive during phase 10. Like, well, think about I this. Be, like... I want to be on my deathbed and somehow get to go see something early because of that. Like, Just, just think about how big the ending of phase three was. So you know the ending of phase six is going to be end game equivalent and then phase nine and then phase 12 and then phase 15. Uh, Can you imagine the end of phase 15? Well, it took, it took, I mean, we'd be all dead. It took 10 years to get to the end of phase three. Right. So, right. That's true. And this is the beauty of it is that it's, it, I know some people are like, there's just too many. Like my buddy was over here. He watched it. Right. He hadn't watched any of the shows yet. Well, he watched WandaVision. He hadn't watched Loki or uh, Captain uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah, He's like, I just don't have the time. And I'm like, dude, it's it's something that you should sit down and make the time. He's like, really? And I'm Someone like, I swear you, that, you'll like, enjoy it. But here's the thing. I don't have time the to very watch next this. day, uh-huh. The very next day, he texts us. He goes, so next, so next week is the final of Loki? I'm like, yeah. He goes, cool, I'm all caught up. Like in one day, See? because we told him like – it's worth it. He sat down and said, okay, I'm going to invest an hour. And if I like it, I'll keep going. Keep going. And he just watched it all the way through. And then he's got to go back. And I'm like, cool. Now you just got six episodes of Falcon and Winter Soldier to, to catch up on throughout the week. And then we can have a full on conversation about this. So it, and a lot of people, I know that like I was working with this girl who had never watched any of them. Right. And I don't know how you go through life without yep. at this point in time being 21 on accident. Yep. Yeah, I don't know how you don't go through it and see it. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me, right? But I'm a nerd, so I watch everything. But she was like, okay, me and my boyfriend decided to sit down. And he was like, she's been bugging me about it, so we did. And I love And I'm like, there you go. There you, you go. Know, All right, cool. And now she was going you know, straight through chronologically. Like, I'm going to watch right. them from release, release date to now. And I'm like, you're going to love it. And she has never said a, a bad word about it. She's like, how the fuck did I miss out? Like, did why I did this? I not do this? Like... But hey, you know what? As long as you're coming back around to it and you're getting a, a piece of it, that's what it's all about, right? But they're just building such an amazing just web over there. It's just insane to think about where we've come from and where they're putting like what they're putting together. But to me, like, yes, it is a lot. Yes, it is a lot of time, but it's so good that like if I had to you know, cancel two other shows that I was watching to watch one of these, I would. Yep. Well, that that's what I was going to say is that if someone were to tell me like, I just don't have the time to watch these Marvel shows, then I would say, Oh, so you don't watch TV at all. Yeah. Oh no, I watch TV. Well, whatever you're watching, stop watching that. Cause I guarantee this is better or at least try yep. it. And if you don't think this is better then okay, you tried it, but you're watching something. You're probably watching something you've already watched. Cause it's like, you know, comfort TV and you can zone out, but you could still use that time to watch something new. But the worst is when people are like, well, I'm not going to watch that because everybody's talking about it. F off, man. Like really? 
everyone's talking about it because it's so good. And you just want to be that guy that's like, well, I'm just tired of hearing people talk about that. So I'm just not going to watch it. Okay. See, well, then we thing. don't I've have to talk about guy. this anymore. I've been that guy. Like, I, I still haven't watched Lost because I, I didn't get into it right away. I, 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 I get it for something like Lost, something small. But there's there hasn't been anything this big. Right. And that's so what I'm what saying. at what point that's, do you go? That's what I was about to say. Like, yeah. I didn't watch Breaking Bad until season three or four. Mm-hmm. Like, I did not. I, I, I just didn't get it. I did not even try it. And then I jumped into it and I fell in love immediately because it's right. good. And that's what the that's what people I don't understand when they're like, I don't know, it's a comic book shit. It's like, but go watch it. It's fun. Like, well, and this this ties into two other things. What you just said, if like people are like, meh, or like like you said with Lost, you just didn't get it. Well, here's the thing. Like like we've said about Marvel, there's a little something for everyone. You like spy shit? We've got spy shit. You like space <laughs> stuff? We've got space stuff. You like just straight up on the ground fighting? You, you like Kung Fu? We've got that coming, you know? Like, there's a little something for everybody. And then once you get a taste, and then you start to experience the world, you'll decide if you want more. Or maybe you're just going to go like, you know what? I'm only going to watch the Guardians movies. But at least try it. Because yeah. you can't just say, I, I don't like that Marvel stuff. Well, that, that means you don't like any kind of movie. Because we've pretty much got everything, right? And on top of that, it reminds me of something else. How earlier I was saying, I, 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 li- I think, and I seem to... I, I think I like the fact that it doesn't matter what order all these shows are happening in. We just know that they're in between Endgame and the next big goalpost, right? Well, yeah. What I like about that is, like, your buddy, you're like, just just go watch it. Well, you can sit down and just go, all right, I'm just going to, Loki's on right now, I'm going to start watching Loki. You don't have to go, well, yep. shit, I didn't watch WandaVision and I didn't watch Falcon, so I'm fucked. No, just watch Loki, and if you like it, you can go back and watch the rest. So I think that that's probably intentional to go, look, we're going to put out so much shit that we can't expect everybody to be watching everything in chronological order. We want them to be able to just sure. jump in. And do you like this? Try the no. Try the next one. Yes. Now go look at all this other stuff. Then, then, then you get to the end of the show, and it's like if you liked this, you might also like Falcon. <laughs> well, and well, and that's the good thing about what they've done at the beginning of each of these series as well is they go like we didn't know right away with Wanda because you start in the fifties, right? But they right. eventually explain. Okay, it's only been a couple weeks. Since the blip, yes. like once we meet Monica, we realize, okay, she blipped in and then went back to work. And they, there's something there that if you're just paying attention to dialogue, it doesn't right. blast it on the screen two weeks later. It doesn't yep. do anything crazy like that. But if you're paying attention to the dialogue and she said, you know, it's been about two weeks, like, fuck, okay. Then mm-hmm. you go, oh, it's been about two weeks since then. You hear, you know, Falcon, the winter soldier. It's been six months, Bucky. We got to let it go. We got to move on. Oh shit. It's been six months. Okay, like they're 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 at least telling you where it does fall, but to your point, right. you don't have to watch it. Like you could watch Loki right now. First off, that exactly. it happens all over the timeline. You could watch Winter Soldier, Falcon, Winter Soldier first, and then go watch WandaVision. They don't have anything to do with each other, but they exactly. absolutely will. They absolutely do, but they don't. And to your point, it doesn't matter, right? Hawkeye mm-hmm. could happen four years into the future. Mm-hmm. Cool. The only thing that does for me is tell me, okay. Yelena's been working with Val for a long at time. least four years or at least a couple years, right? Right. Like, I'm curious to find out what she's been doing. Like, did she get blipped out? I, I definitely want to know about that. I want to know who else got blipped out because she doesn't look any older, which is good. Right. So did she get blipped and then she came back and she started working for this team and now she's going after him? Don't know. We'll find out eventually. Mm-hmm. But it, it it's just building such a great web where it's building towards 
something. That's the greatest thing about Marvel that we have. You know they're building towards something bigger. And it's not going to be direct. Like, we knew we were building towards Thanos. But how is Thanos going to attack? How is Thanos going to come and get the last stones? How is Thanos going to snap him out? Like, when you know that Infinity War and Endgame are essentially one movie cut in half, mm-hmm. it's got to end in a snap. Okay, right. that makes sense. But who's going to get snapped? How are they going to snap? What's the ramifications of that? We had no idea. Mm-hmm. They, they're just yeah. building such a... Their universe I, is so amazing. I listened to one of our old episodes, and I don't know what we were talking about. It might have been when Black Panther came out, and we were making predictions for who we thought was going to die in Infinity War. And we were so wrong. Sure. <laughs> and I don't mean get snapped out. I mean, like, die, die. Die, die. Right? Like, we really... Well, I thought we really. I thought Cap was gonna get his head cr- crushed and shit. Like, yeah, we really had no clue exactly what was gonna happen. <clears throat> so, yeah, it's building to something, but it's not. It's not always obvious. And so, right. I love now. Like you said, we knew then it was gonna be Thanos. We don't know where they're going right now, but we know it'll be good because they have a track record. Yep. Hmm. That's the most amazing part about it is when you think about how much money they make. Mm-hmm. And how much money they're investing. This train is not st- this train's not slowing down at all. Mm-mm. It's only speeding up. And I don't know. I mean, of course, there's haters out there for everything. But I don't know who right. could realistically look at this and go, they're doing too much. Or why are they doing that? Like, it just makes sense. They're, they're building mm-hmm. a universe that, to your point, everyone can find a little something that they enjoy in it. And it's making money and it's pushing story and it's developing careers. <laughs> like it's, it's just well, such a powerhouse. The addition of Disney plus is really interesting too, because not just the, the idea that you get everybody hooked enough that they sign up for it. And maybe they didn't sign up for Disney because of Marvel. Maybe they signed up because they love Disney or because they love star Wars. Like they wanted to watch the Mandalorian, but now they've got Disney plus and they've got access to the entire back catalog of Marvel. Now it doesn't matter if you want, if you're, quote making too much stuff because you've got it at your fingertips you don't have to you know go on amazon or go to target to hunt down the missing blu-rays and figure out the order to watch you could sit at home and just keep watching and can you imagine i mean i can only imagine like down the road once once this pandemic is is completely behind us and we're not factoring that into people going to the movies anymore when the next like avengers level movie comes out it's gonna make all the money yeah, because they will have picked up so many more viewers. Yeah, since then that have that had nothing to do for a year and a half in their homes. So they said, oh, "I guess I'll finally watch all these Marvel movies that everybody's talking about." Yeah, right. And then they're well, going to want that in the theater experience. To your point, so the streaming I, I, platform made a huge it should hopefully make a huge difference because they also released all these different bundles as well. So maybe right. you get someone that's on, they've got Hulu, and they get an ad that, "Hey, you've got Hulu now, but if you want to change your bundle." You can get Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN Plus for a few dollars more a month. Okay, I'll do yeah. that. And now well, they, they might be thinking, point, yeah, I've got they go, Hulu okay, and I want ESPN. Watch these Disney shit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Some of them don't care about ESPN, but they look at it and go, "Oh, I pay four dollars more no, no. and I get Disney Plus." Well, I'm thinking like I've got Hulu and I want ESPN. I guess I get Disney for free. Sure. And then eventually, eventually, you go. Well, I have this thing. I can't find anything to watch tonight. Let's open Disney. Oh, here's all sure. that Marvel shit that everybody talks about. I guess well, we should see, give yeah, it a shot. I like that idea where it's like, I'll go back and watch it. And then you build up and then go, oh, my God, I love this. I'm part of the crowd now. And then Mm -hmm. they become you where it's like 
hey, the new Marvel movie's coming out. Well, I got to go see it in theaters on the first night because I don't want to wait 45 days for it to come out. I can't wait. The people are going to be talking about it. I need to know what's going on. I got to go see it the first weekend. And now their subscriptions drive their ticket Mm -hmm. sales, which then drives subscriptions. (laughs) Like, it's a great, like, churning machine that hopefully will move forward and forward and forward. Which, listen, so I, I used to, I used to work for Disney, and and people talk shit about Disney all the time. But this is the mindset of the company, how it runs. Like, it's it's. I don't want to use the word indoctrination, but it really is indoctrination. I mean, we were we were told when we worked there, like, family comes in with their kids, you can't talk down to the kids just because the kid isn't spending any money in your store. That kid's gonna grow up someday and spend money at Disney. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Like you treat, you give them an experience that they will always remember. And we just, I just worked at a mall store. I didn't even work at Disneyland, but it's just this idea that like, look, we we're selling an experience here. You come into Disney and you, you're supposed to have this feeling. And it's the same idea of what they're doing here of like, we're not just making a movie and hoping people come to the movies. We're, we are going to make a universe that you want to be in and you want to play in and you always want more. And if we could just get you to watch a show, you're going to come to our movie eventually. Well, how do we get you to watch the show? Well, we're going to give you all the movies and, f- and stuff if you just pay for our streaming service. Well, what if you don't want our streaming service? Well, maybe we'll bundle it with a streaming service you do want. Like, like that is just the way they think. They talk about synergy all the time. Like, you like this and you like this? Well, well then we'll give you the one you don't like. And then you do like it. Now you do like it. Well, now you do like Disney+. Plus, and you didn't, want, like, you didn't like Marvel, but you do like Star Wars. So you eventually, like, you've watched all the Star Wars. Hey, maybe you want to try this thing. And you're like, hey... That's that guy from Star Wars. He played Mace, Mace Windu. I'm pretty sure he was still alive after he fell out of that window. But he's in. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know he was in Marvel. I like him. I'm gonna go watch it. That's exactly what they do. And the next thing you know, you have a little taste. You get the first taste for free, and then you're standing in line to watch Avengers Six. Yeah, it's brilliant and it works. And when people go, people talk about it like it's a bad thing. I'm like they're a business, dude. They're a business and they crack the code. So, I I think the best thing that ever happened to Marvel, the company, was when Disney bought them. I'm like. Sure. They they were they were going down the drain financially. They sure. were not going to make it. And then look at this. And you probably think the worst thing that happened to Star Wars was when Disney bought it. Not at all. Got the Mandalorian. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> Disney I, movies. I, I, <laughs> or I think Star you Wars give, movies. I'm just giving shit. I don't I don't think it's the worst thing. I think they they struggled out of the gate, but I think you give them give them 10 years from now. And who knows where we'll be? as they start to connect all their shows and stuff, mm-hmm. we're oh, going to yeah. get something similar in star Wars. Well, yeah, the, the, the star Wars streaming services that that's where they're going to build it all up. And they've got yeah. so many different plans. It's amazing. Like who knows? We might get a Taika with TD. We might get, right. yeah, we're getting, a, right. we're getting a, uh, a Zack Snyder star Wars. Really? On Netflix. Slow motion. It's not star Wars. Oh, <laughs> it's his, his, his script that Disney passed on. That's going to be the news. That's going to be in the news we talk about later. But I mean, if you think about it, like if 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 Disney Plus existed before they started making Star Wars movies, they would have been doing this with sure. the Star Wars franchise then. Because they were doing it all. Dis- yeah, it wouldn't have been disjointed the way it is, the way it ended up being. It would have mm-hmm. been, they would have had a whole team really focusing on where are we going with this? Instead yeah. of going, look, we just got to get through three movies and, and you know. And you can do whatever you want in the standalones because they're just filler. It would have been like, well, hold on. Everything matters. Everything's got to be building towards something. Why Why do three movies when we can do three phases of movies? Mm. But they were, you know, I think they were a little set on, well, the old way of doing things is we we do trilogies, right? 
do sure. trilogies. We do another trilogy. We've had a trilogy. We've had an original trilogy. And we had a prequel trilogy. Now we're gonna make a sequel trilogy. And and at some point, I mean, if if Marvel was then what it at the point it is now, somebody would have been like, Let, why don't we do what they're doing next door? Yeah. So they'll get there. I think they'll get there. I believe they will. Yeah. Well, I think I think what Marvel has done and is doing now sets the blueprint for what they could do in Star Wars for the TV shows. Absolutely. To then give enough time between the movies to then start doing that with the movies. Right. Absolutely. Where you don't you don't have to do episode <clears throat> you don't have to do episode ten. You just do whatever, a Star Wars film. You don't even put that on there. You just Yeah. Whatever the title is. ABC. Mm-hmm. And then the next movie is in the same universe, maybe at a different time or maybe at the same time, but it's XYZ. And you know they're connected because they're Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And maybe you have a fucking fighter jet come in. You have an X-Wing. You go, ah, oh, this is how it's connected, right? You just, you can build those small connections that then start building and, uh, you know, I don't know if you, do, I don't want to see, personally, I don't want to see any, you know, post-credits in a Star Wars movie. I don't want, know. I, I mean, you can you can keep the style and the flavor, right? But but yeah. have the, the planning that goes into it the way that they did this. Yeah, what no what crawl, I would like to see. No crawl. Just go into the movie. Hmm. Do it in the same vein. Make a good movie. No post credit scene. Like I don't like. I like the idea of the 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 crawl for the main movies. Mm-hmm. No crawl. Let's just go straight into the story. Have them connect. Have them connect back to the TV shows. Build a bigger, better universe that moves forward or goes and looks back in time. Let's leave the, let's the leave nine this movies. Let's one through leave nine. That, that, that time period. Let's be done. Yeah. Exactly. What let's what what on. I would really like to see is the next major star war like the next war all-out war in that galaxy whether it takes place after nine or before episode one regardless of where the next huge war we build to it with tv shows and and movies and like so that when we actually have this massive all-out war it feels like avengers like oh shit they're bringing everything together this character i like from this show and this one i like i mean if they ever want to do the full-on Jedi versus Sith war, give us a couple TV shows that lead up to that so we we care about the characters, we introduce them, even if we do some small movies. Star Wars, it doesn't have to be the biggest movie of the year anymore. Marvel will be the biggest movie of the year. I mean, it, it, I think it takes some of the pressure off. It sure. don't have to be the biggest. Make me a cool movie about some like old Republic Jedis and then, and then do some other little things and have it build to an Avengers style event. That's what they should be doing instead of worrying about like, well, we're going to do a trilogy. It's got to be a trilogy. It doesn't have to be a trilogy. No. I mean, honestly, I would love it if, you know, there were so, there's been so many people attached to movies and discussions about movies and stuff, but I would love it. Like Taika Waititi is one of the ones that's being talked about now. I would love it if you just said Taika's going to do, he's going to do two. Mm-hmm. He's going to tell you a story sure. and it's, it's too big for one movie. Mm-hmm. Cool. That would be awesome. Doesn't and I don't have to worry about like where I know it's going to be the same characters in those two movies. So as long as you make really good characters in one, then I get to see them progress and develop into two. Yep. yep. Cool. And then you have the pressure off from having a third one that's going to be a span of six to seven, maybe even eight years of production. You right. just know you're going into three years and you're good. Like mm-hmm. you could even shoot them back to back, right? Shoot like, them back to back. That's what I was like, going to say. That's what I would love to see where you're telling a bigger story, but in you're taking your time. You're not mm-hmm. rushing things. And at the same time, you can still have an idea of where the galaxy is going. Yeah. Like, okay, Taika, you go do whatever you want, but just by the way, we're not going to tell you your characters have to end up here at the end. Just know that 
in general, we're moving towards this massive Avengers level event. Do what you want with that. Yeah. Right. Give them the freedom to not feel like you, you must hit this, 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 and this in your movie for it to tie into this other movie that he's making or she's making, but just know we're going, we're going here because I, I didn't feel like the, the sequel trilogy knew where the, the galaxy wow. in general was going. Yeah, no. Like, even if you want to say, like, they had they had an outline for where they wanted to get by the end, okay, of that story, but where's the galaxy going, you know? Well, yeah, at this point, hopefully everyone's just free. I don't know. I mean, like, we they didn't really talk about it. Like, we, we killed the Emperor, and yeah, that's all settled. That's all settled, and we don't have to worry about the First Order anymore. Mm-hmm. But is there now a new, it's a new Republic, but the new Republic was blown up. The government was blown up. We're, I mean, it, it just, it just, it just felt very much like the end, by the end of uh, the Rise of Skywalker, we were exactly where we were at the end of Return of the Jedi. There's one Jedi and the bad guys are all gone. I mean, you find out in like the books and stuff, like, of course there were still people fighting for power, but you beat, yeah. you beat the villain and there's a Jedi that will go hopefully restart the order. And then we're going to do three more movies to get to the same point. <laughs> and that's why I felt like if we had at least had a better idea of where we want to go as a galaxy, I, I fucking, I, I would have loved if it ended with her walking into the, the Jedi temple on Coruscant, like show that she's actually going to do it. That just that little bit would have told you that she's actually going to do it. Well, it's funny that you say that. Cause it's, it, I was just thinking, it's like, okay, as far as what I've heard, they're not bringing her back. Right, she's her. She right. got her trilogy. She's done. So then you got to do a time skip of at least what, fifty mm-hmm. years, a big skip to explain away why she's not around. Exactly. And now she's re kicked off everything. The Galactic Senate was reestablished. It's been operating and working well for fifty years. But that's also kind of one of the things about that universe. That, like, look, Marvel's great because you've got all these different big bads. Mm-hmm. And all these different heroes, but realistically, the Star Wars universe—you've had Jedi and people rebelling against some form of government and the Sith. Mm-hmm. So, if the Sith are now literally, we've killed all the Sith on their homeworld. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm assuming, let's just pretend all those the people in the crowds died too. Yeah, uh, if the Sith are dead. What do you do from there? Like, where, to your point, where does the universe go? The Sith rise again? Like, fucking Christ. Are we going to, no. is it just, because if, because they're <laughs> yeah. already talking about doing prequel stuff, like, like, like High Republic, right? Yeah. Old Republic. So, yeah. that's where you, you could bring in a, which I would fucking love a Sith versus Jedi war. To your right. point, like, that would be great. Which maybe that's where you go from a, a, a cinematic standpoint for the next three so. movies, next six movies, whatever. You put them together and you build towards that. But then if you're thinking about moving forward into the timeline, what happens after Ray? Like mm-hmm. civil discord? Are we going to have another, you know, another blockade? <laughs> yeah. And, and I always maybe that's their plan. Maybe, maybe they're just a circle, but it's like, I can go down, yeah. you know, like <laughs> go under you. Maybe, maybe that's their plan is like, look, for the time being, we're just not going beyond Ray. Our story stops there. We'll go backwards. There's a lot of interesting stuff there that, that we know people want to see. Sure. People want to see Jedi versus Sith, but I don't want to see it after Rey. I'm 
that'll piss me off. Like again, they're back again. Yeah. So did none of this, anything that led up to this matter. So <laughs> yeah, we, we thought the last one was dead 30 years ago. He's been living as yeah. a puppet on a fucking thing yeah. on his home world. Let's go back and tell a Jedi story, a Sith story, a Mando story, a Night Sister story, and then mm-hmm. have our fucking Avengers level event where they all come together and fight each other. Game of Thrones style of yeah. their sigils and their words and their houses. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what you do. I, that seems like the, I don't, this is what's weird to me. That seems like the obvious choice for the direction for the, for the franchise to go. You have these things that people love. All right. Set them up against each other. Develop them all. Develop them all to the point that people love that. There's, you're going to have a faction of people that are like, I like the Sith. They're my house. You know? They're you my know, house. You're Mando people. Well, you know, people were like, I'm House Targaryen. I love yeah, dragons. Yeah, yeah. You know? Do the same thing. Oh, man. Black Widow, though, right? Yeah. I do have a joke for you. <laughs> what, for it. what do you call a Lannister girl that can outrun her brothers? What do you call a Lannister girl that can outrun her brothers? A virgin. That's going to do it for us tonight, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Drop us a line on Instagram at hollywoodandvinepodcast.com. Check us out on the Metelliverse. Oh, it's .org now. Okay, we got got an updated link. It'll redirect. And then check us out on metelliverse.com. Let us know what we should review next on behalf of my my co-host over there, Patrick Buffersko. Oh, dude, on this episode, we're co-leads. On behalf of my... I said co-host. Yeah, I know. But we're co-leads Oh, co-leads? I I mean, same thing. We're co-leading this thing. I know. Okay, on behalf of my co-lead over here. Hey, this is is the baton handoff. In the next episode of this podcast, you're dead. And and I'm working for for somebody, some kind of like shadow podcast organization. Here's the problem. If I give you a vest, it won't fit. If you give me a vest, it definitely won't fit. Like if I give you a vest, you could cut it into two vests. Oh my God. That's a really good point. If, if you really give me a vest, I'll just make like a fucking, I don't know, a bracelet out of it. Or like I'll make a, sh- uh, Oh man. Anyways. That's a you. We'll figure it out. We'll, uh, that's and oh yeah, that's a me. <laughs> and I'm bath myself, Tim. That's a me. That's a you. Oh, uh, go watch Black Widow this week. I'm not even gonna say Seriously. go watch something new. Go watch Black Widow. Go watch it again, and don't forget, please, don't forget that in Soviet Union, podcast records you. Yes. Don't be a poser. Okay, cut. That's a wrap. Thanks very much.